Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 312. Uh, we do have a casualty tonight. Sean is actually out. He ate uh, some, some blueberries. Blueberries this time. So he's not he's not around. He's laying on the couch or doing something. I don't know. He, <laughs> he keeps eating way too much fruit and then is, is gone for like a weekend. He's got to oh convert it back to fruit roll-up form. That'll save him. Yeah, he shared some unsavory details with me that I figure I'd spare everyone, but he's, he's not, he's out of commission. Say it, say it, say it. <laughs> he's out of commission. He said it's coming out of his nose. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's, uh, he, he won't be around tonight. Unfortunately, maybe he'll pop in the chat. I don't know. It sounds like he's just laying around on the couch though. And then Nate might randomly pop in out of nowhere. Like he well, does. WrestleMania's on. So he's probably watching that right now. Yeah. Uh, okay. That might be it. Maybe he just need an excuse. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. And then I think Max is, and maybe Max went to WrestleMania. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we do we do have a returning guest tonight. Much requested return from Josie. Josie's here tonight. Josie, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. It's good to have you here. Sean, Sean was like, we got to have her back. And then Sean <laughs> didn't come back. So Josie has actually been here more than Sean the last like three weeks now. So there you go. Let's go. Good to have, good to have Josie here. We have, let's see, we got Jordan Fringe also returning. Yep, I'm I'm back. I'm here. Hello. I was gone last week for an actual reason. You know, I was actually I was out of town. I was at Your PAX, PAX East. East. Yes. How'd that go? Uh, it was fine. It's uh, it's another PAX. You know, uh-huh. it was definitely bigger than last year's. Like more, a couple more things were there. Oh, good. Um, good. Nintendo's, you know, presence there was more of like, hey, look at all of our stuff that we already have. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah, anything too great. Statue, though, right? He had a Link statue, which I think kind of tripped a lot of people up, um, which is cool because it's like right in the front, like when you walk into the building before you even get to the expo hall. It's like right there. It's the first thing you see. Oh, wow. um, and they had this like giant Pokemon area in front of the Nintendo area just for playing the card game, which I thought was also really cool. But oh, okay. yeah, they're also running tournaments for the weekend with Mario Kart and Splatoon. So that, that was their presence there. Okay. Okay. Very good. Fun, fun weekend, though. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. We had we got we got OJ holding up the pre-show. How are we doing, yeah. OJ? I'm doing good. Doing good. Get uh, glad to be back again, uh, and hopefully we have a good show, man. Hopefully we have a good show. Yeah, I think got some good stuff going on going on. Yeah, yeah. Topics. So it should be fun. It should be fun. It should be fun. Interesting. Interesting week this week. Interesting week. We got MV- we got MVG here. Hello, hello. It's great, great to be here. Shout yeah, out no. to Sean who's not feeling well. Get better, buddy. <laughs> And then we have Evan. Yep. Good to have Evan here. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. So we do there's like some weird storms and stuff going on outside. So we should we should hopefully make it through, but if some something happens because they got us. Yeah, it's like tornado. Some tornado that's what stuff. I said before there's the like show. Stuff it is here. summertime here in California, baby. Outside, <laughs> man. Outside. Yeah, you have one season. Well, it was like fifty degrees yesterday and it was like seventy something today. So I they had, to, they, had to, they had to balance it out with us and just throw a Six, tornado on us. Sixty six and sunny, baby. Seventy three, uh, baby. Seventy three, nice. let's nice. go. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, this, uh, like OJ mentioned, this week was pretty, it's pretty busy, actually. Kind of interesting. We had uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom gameplay, a bunch of info, uh, a system variant got revealed and then randomly unboxed. Uh, so we got all kinds of Zelda stuff to talk about here tonight. E3 got canceled, kind of expected, but still a pretty big deal because that could be it for the show. PSVR 2 sales apparently are slow bringing up some concerns with how Sony may handle it. And then the last of his PC port was, I mean, devastatingly bad. So a lot of confusion around that too. But uh, let's let's start, Evan, with a Discord question tonight. You want to hit us one? 
Has anyone revisited Shredder's Revenge or Cowabunga collection to check out the recently added online features? No, I haven't. I haven't actually revisited either of those, unfortunately. Once I got through uh, Shredder's Revenge and like 100% of one of the turtles, I was like, I'm good for a bit. But I wouldn't mind going back and checking out some of the extra features and stuff that they added. I just haven't had the chance to because so many games are coming out. So it's been mostly going forward, not really looking back to any of the stuff I I beat recently. Yeah, I want to probably check out Cowabunga Collection again. I know they've done some updates to it. Um, Shredder's Revenge, we 100% of that game ages ago, so I don't really feel like there's any compelling reason to go back and play it. They added new stages and stuff, maybe. I might then, you know, just check it out again. But we were even playing that online, and it was was a blast. Good times. You have another one, Evan? Did you make any last-minute buys on the closing eShop? Oh, I I didn't. I don't know if anyone else did. Just I fire up not. the 3DS at like 11.03 p.m. to try to get one. And just hack your 3DS and just download <laughs> the stuff. Come on. Yeah, we are kind of to that point now. If you really want something and the shop's not there, you just, they're very easy to hack and modify. <laughs> It's, it's, well, it's pretty if I didn't buy the if I didn't buy it when it was there, I'm not gonna be saying oh no, like you didn't care. <laughs> you didn't. It's been around for a decade plus. Y'all didn't care, you know. So, you know, I'm not gonna rush out and start go buying everything. Nah, I already got what I wanted. The hack 3ds is how I've played every 3ds game I've played. There you go. Yeah, it's it's easy to hack them. Man. You, can get them you can even get them from Japan and like break the region lock on them and stuff now too. So it's it's pretty easy at this point. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to start with? Want to start with the the Zelda? Want to start Tears of the Kingdom? Let's start with Zelda. See, we had a we had a ten minute gameplay showcase. Another couple minutes to show off the system. So there is a new system that we did see leaked out before. Also, a pro controller though. So it's kind of cool. Carrying case. Anyone get any of the systems or accessories or anything? Yeah, I got yeah. the system and I got the pro controller. Oh well, okay, you got both of them. All right. All right. Yeah, I got this. I got GameStop got me the I got the Pro Controller from GameStop. And yeah, I got the system from GameStop too. I got both of them from GameStop. And I got the the system from Best Buy. And then I got like I got one from Amazon. Okay. Just in case one of them falls through, I got like multiple ways to get it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting, I, th- I think I'm just going to get the Pro Controller. I didn't get it on any of the links that popped up, but I'm going to keep an eye out and I'll, I'll grab the Pro Controller. Oh, you didn't see, it was on Best Buy forever. Was it? Uh, yeah. Everything kind of popped in and out for you. Okay. I okay. ordered it on stream like that. Like uh, people were like, "Oh, scalpers are going crazy." I'm like, "Dude, no, it's fine. You can go order it right now." They're like, "No, you can." I'm like, "All right." So I went on stream and I ordered the the I pre-ordered the one from Best Buy right there on stream. I'm like, guys, look, it's still there. It was, this was like three hours after Wario posted the link. Uh, okay, yeah. I if it was the system, I feel like I'd be a bit more like vigilant trying to find a good spot like link for it. But it's Pro Controller. I'll just I'll find it at some point leading up to launch. Mm-hmm. I just I have so many systems. I'm like, uh. The- yeah, I still find Switch systems in boxes that I had worked on and done videos on. So, what'd you say, Jordan? I did. I did get the console. I okay. uh, I pre-ordered that because I have yet to use an OLED yet. Uh, oh, I have wow. the poke. I got the Pokemon one, mm. but I keep I I pretty much keep all the Pokemon stuff sealed. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the Zelda one also just looks really nice, and so I might just use that one for however long the switch is relevant for till the next update version console pro oj whatever you want to call it i don't know um and then i also got randomly the collector's editions were going back up for pre-order in some places so i got that for pre-order as well yeah oh yeah i was it sorry i I got smixed i got the collection edition from 
from uh, from GameStop, and I got the Best Buy was the system. Best Buy and Amazon were the systems. Collector's system from GameStop and the Pro Controller from GameStop. There you go. I think I did one. I got the console at Target, and I got the Collector's mm-hmm. Edition at Walmart. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I looked. At, I saw the Collector's too. Go, Josie. I'm thinking about getting the system because I've been rocking the 2017 Switch forever, and I need to upgrade because mine is like starting to like the rails don't really work great anymore either. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of use, but that one looks really cool. So I think I'm gonna try to see if I can get it. But do I don't you know. use it in handheld mode a lot? Yeah, both. Because I was like okay. in a dorm for a while, so I set it up handheld, and then it just got like crazy use because I was in a dorm, so it just like wasn't very safe for a second. Okay, yeah, the OLED is significant jump from uh, that yeah. 2017 Switch. It's yeah, and like the battery dies in like two hours too. It's just it's I need a new one. Uh, okay, yeah, the OLED, yeah, the OLED has a good battery too. So that's like it's like five, a good five six hours for a lot of the games from what I've yeah. seen. So that's uh, oh yeah, that's that's a big jump for you then. And Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the move then. Okay, okay, good stuff. So we did, but we did have gameplay for Zelda about ten minutes actually with E.G. Numa sitting down playing it, and it was mostly uninterrupted. I think they maybe did one jump at some point just to kind of pr- probably to avoid something <laughs> that was maybe in the way for either the the world or the story or, or something there but they showed off actually quite a bit when you really sit down and watch it again ground to sky traversal that was seamless uh they did a show off recall which seems to reverse time for objects so after something fell down they could take it right back up to the sky island as they named them fusibility ultra hand it, it, a lot of gameplay elements overall and i will admit i i think what i saw there was, was pretty good but there was of course another side to it where people didn't seem as impressed so i was curious what everyone's thoughts were on the panel for tears of the kingdom with the gameplay that we saw there and how this is lining up for the release i'll go lost i guess i'll go i mean i i talked about it i thought it was pretty cool that's what made breath of the wild fun was all the different mechanics and physics and stuff so it looks like they're giving you the ability to do all that yourself um and have different types of uh you know like it, it fixes some of the stuff like let's say like the weapon breaking right some people love that some people hated it it fixes that because you can just it's like environmental blacksmith or something like that mm-hmm. you can just you can just like fuse a weapon right there and all of a sudden it doesn't break so I, my mind went kind of like crazy with the possibilities especially with like later weapons right like the stronger weapons and being able to fuse those like what's that gonna look like being able to fuse stuff to your shield and then have like creativity there to where like you can like stealth like you can put it like you know like stealth right you can have like that little shroom whatever thingy and then it puffs and then you can go behind somebody and stealth strike so there's like a lot of variety in ways that you can take out enemies or that you can play the game and that's to me was is what made breath of the wild so fun was the just the sheer amount of stuff that you can do in the game like still even to this day people are still doing crazy stuff um so i thought it was pretty cool i thought it was uh it was dope to see that and i like the 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 seamless like open world stuff being able to like go from like the sky to the ground no loading or anything like that that was dope too so those were like my uh two things that i really liked the most was like and like the ascendability is cool like being able to like to go through like the ceiling mm-hmm. stuff so if like you're in a cave and you don't have to backtrack all the way out you can just like head through the ceiling and that could play into puzzles too there could be different uh dungeons or puzzles or whatever shrines where they you have to do different things with that so there's a lot of like cool things that i saw in there that's really going to take in my opinion at least like the gameplay is going to be like really fun improve because of the variety um in the game and like what you can do like with the vehicles too that was dope like i like that stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they, they did show that off with the ultra hand where they're building a raft and they turn it into a boat 
Jonathan uh, with like a propeller. And it, they were showing off quite a bit with with all of that there. But, yo, John, uh, one of my real quick, one of my users was like, "Yo, man!" Like before the stream was like, he was like, "Yo, there's gonna be a flying house." And I'm like, "We'll see." And then all of a sudden, like, it's like, wait a minute, no, you can actually like, make like a flying house. Like you can kind of, like make. One. I'm curious how far because they were showing very basic examples. I wouldn't be shocked if someone did make legitimately an entire flying house and just yeah, showcase it at some point. Like if this I, turns into almost like, it kind of looks like they took inspiration from Minecraft, which is very popular in Japan right now. And they're like, let's, let's, let's let people actually just build stuff in Zelda, but we'll remove a lot of the menus that you go through. Uh, it about, looks really about cool. Josie? Yeah, yeah, hit us with it, Josie, what do you think? I think it looked really, really cool because I feel like the the ultra hand and the fusibility just kind of like open up the world a little bit because it's like you can traverse it easier with that ultra hand and you can I just feel like it like OJ said it creates a lot of creativity and stuff and you can kind of just do whatever you want sort of like an actual open world um and I'm excited to see what it's gonna look like like you guys said from all the other people creating crazy crazy stuff out of it I think ascend is really nice because I used to constantly run out of stamina climbing up those things, so I think it'll be a great time for me. Um, <laughs> and and like recall is kind of cool. I'm wondering like if that has a bigger thing, if it's just those little block things that fall out, or if there's mm. more to it. Because I don't know. Like we haven't necessarily seen a ton of it, but we haven't not seen it. So I don't, I don't really know what that means. But do you guys I thought it looked awesome. Sorry, Josie. Do you, do you guys okay. think the ascend mechanic is like a one and done? Like you can basically just ascend if it's available. Do you think it's going to be like you get different levels of ascend as you kind of? It, uh... it, it maybe seems like it could be because when they first showed the whole, like they showed one thing where Link can also turn into water. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And then he goes from water, and then they go right to the, like the the. Uh, the going through the ceiling ability like that thing so there's something with that too in terms of how you, you do that so i'm guessing there's different ways to evolve the powers or there's different things with that because they didn't show that ascend first i remember that water thing was first that they showed so there's different ways to get up to that sky those sky areas like through water or maybe even through other ways so i don't yeah, know so i don't know what they're going to do somebody mentioned in, in chat josie since you're mentioning like what else he's re recalling somebody pointed out that actually in that like that first trailer where they really showcase like a form of gameplay where there's a spiked ball coming down they hit it with recall and it started to go backwards so you might be onto something there where that's like yeah. that's used in in full puzzles and all kinds of things and in, in some of the I, either dungeons or shrines or who knows so i i, I that coupled with ascend ultra hand there there is a lot going on here what do, what do you think jordan so for me with like breath of the wild in general uh, it actually took me a while to get into the game um with this type of zelda and it wasn't until like months after the game was out that i really sat with it and then it finally clicked and i really enjoyed it and sitting there and, and trying to contemplate like what can a sequel directly like saying hey we're making a sequel to this game be aside from a couple things where it's quality of life uh add-ons like we're seeing going through the walls is going to be it's, it's you know what other ways can we make climbing and getting through obstacles a little bit better than just having to worry about your stamina you know stuff like that um but really what can you do in this open world environment aside you know from going to the skies and having more land at your you know disposal what can you do and it's really just turning the world and the physics of the world more into your playground and i think a lot of that is heavily inspired by the just countless years, even to this day, of new things people have just been shown off able to do within Breath of the Wild. 
the just some of the the crazy killing of some of the enemies the unique ways they're able to traverse across the land or create things and i think it's just that inspired them to make it more open you know okay what can we do we can fuse weird things together why not a stick and a rock now you have a stick rock you know like why not uh and i think it's just cool i don't think we've seen even like a fraction of obviously what we can do in the game and obviously the possibilities of just that feature alone and what could be created it's really just turning the game that we had before into a playground of uh, physics possibilities and then giving you a new story on top of that uh one hand I do understand a lot of people want to return to traditional or what's deemed more traditional Zelda, you know, dungeon based or more straightforward, more puzzle solving, less open world, figure it out how to do it yourself. But on the other hand, I don't think you should have expected that with this game when they said it was a sequel to it. Uh, everything they've shown off leading up to it has been, hey, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get more of the last game, just more of it. So I don't know. It's a... Uh, it's been interesting to see both the uh, the diehard people for it and then the people who are just adamantly against it because it's not the Zelda they want. Um, but I don't know. I think it looks cool. I'm excited. And I think what really started blowing me away to be... Because I was going to get the game anyway, right? It's a Zelda game. I like the last one. Sure, I'll get this one. But it's when they started showing what you can do with the physics where I was like, okay, that's a unique way to to take this forward and make it more the playground. And that's what I'm I'm excited about. How can I play this game differently than anyone else is playing it? So that is exciting. Jordan, to, to your point real quick, I think everybody has like with certain games, right? When they change something, sure. There's always gonna be that both sides. So that's like an like I under I get what you were saying with that, you know, in terms of like, you know, that, but that always happens, you know, it happens with every I, I think there's even a little bit like with Borderlands at times too, you know, like, Oh, you know, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, there's some stuff that's changed and stuff, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of, and I'll be the first to say like, you know, like I may not love everything that they've changed to where, where Borderlands three is right. You know, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big, uh, Borderlands one guy. I think two is like the perfect vision of keeping it simple with like the first one, but also going crazy and doing a lot. And I think three jumps the shark in a lot of ways. And I'm willing to admit that as, as, as a massive Borderlands fan and there's <laughs> all the games that I like and I don't like, and obviously I haven't beaten all of them and I've made that clear before, you know, like, like I've said, my favorite one is spirit tracks. So if you don't want your Zelda opinion for or not spirit tracks, uh, Phantom Hourglass. If you, if, if you don't want your opinion, if you don't want my opinion, I get it. I like Phantom Hourglass. I understand. I'm the weird one here. I get it. Uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, I don't. I don't care if you like it. Great. If you don't like it, cool. There'll, there'll be another regular Zelda game at some point in in your eyes at some point soon. So. Oh, all right. Here we go. Evan, what'd you think? Hmm? I, I mean, it looks like more of the same for. Zelda. I'm I'm my brain right now is stuck more in competitive mode, so I'm not really overly interested in another single player game that you're just gonna go through. I like the chaos of games that involve a lot of co op stuff and you're trying to deal with other people or just playing against other people. So right now my brain's more focused on like Street Fighter Six and stuff. Okay. And it's, okay. It's just where it's at. I'll right put now. it on the calendar. That'll be that'll be that'll be Evan's section. We're gonna we're gonna uh Battle, Evan? Hell yeah. When Street Fighter 6 comes out? I've, I'm going to have to pick right. which one of my flight sticks I'm going to start learning on. Which so. one? Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, MVG, hit us with it. I mean, I I agree with everything you guys said, honestly. Uh, I was I was very impressed with the uh, gameplay trailer. Obviously, they only showed a, showed us a very small portion of the game, uh, the kind of the mechanics of the, you know, the building mechanics, the, the fuse and, and all that sort of stuff, the traversal. 
For me, I felt like they took, I don't want to say the concerns or criticisms, but they took some of the areas of the first game and they just kind of streamlined them to be a little more open because I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there were definitely pockets of people that were critical of the you know destructible weapons and stuff in the first game. In fact, a buddy of mine who's a diehard Zelda fan hated Breath of the Wild because he just couldn't get behind the destructible weapons, but he told me that he really kind of appreciate what they did with, with this game. So I think they're really just trying to see what they took from the first game and, and made it a little more accessible uh, in this game. So I think they're doing all the right things there. I, uh, I'm excited about Tears of the Kingdom, but I will also say that Breath of the Wild for me was a once in a generation type game where the sense of wonder and exploration in that game was just, it just blew me away. And it, it's, a, it's kind of like Elden Ring last year where I started playing that. I really loved that. The fact that you just put into this world and you really don't know what you're supposed to be doing and you just kind of run around and start exploring and figuring things out as you go. It's not the fault of anyone. Uh, it's just that Tears of the Kingdom is essentially just more of the same as Breath of the Wild. And for me, my biggest fear, and I'm not, I'm not writing it off, please don't misunderstand me. I've got the game pre-ordered and I can't wait to play it. But my biggest fear is that I'm... I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to just play play this game and enjoy it as much as I do with Breath of the Wild, right? Simply because it's it's kind of like we've already seen this before. You know what I mean? Uh, again, uh, no criticism of Nintendo or anything like that. I mean, they know what they're nah, doing. Here. Let them have it. Let them know. But uh, for me, this kind of feels like you know very much the same way as God of War Ragnarok when that came out. It had some really cool updates in some key areas, like the combat mechanics, and it's a fantastic game on its own on its own in its own merits, right? I think Tears of the Kingdom will be very similar to that. I think it's going to score very high, but I don't. For me, I just don't feel like it's going to have the heights of Breath of the Wild. Personally. It's, in, it's interesting you bring up God of War Ragnarok, and I'll even say Horizon Forbidden West because that those were the idea of having that first sense of of, of wow when Kratos walks out of the shadows and it looks completely different than you're expecting, or even the unique setting of Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that it didn't hit as hard when you see those and it, you're right it, it didn't hit as hard as when you see tears of the kingdom because one i mean the art style the visuals they're they probably look a little better when we're not looking through youtube compressed stream but it's still the right. same idea that we assume mostly the same world although again yeah. like they could have some twist like a dark world or some some weird thing happening there yeah but it i get what you're saying these sequels they i think they start off at a bit of a disadvantage because they don't have that initial impact and they have to kind of make up for it a bit more on the back yeah. end yeah. so it, that's kind of where we are with this it's like oh this looks this looks like a really cool mechanic that i, I could think of a bunch of ways that they could probably use it with puzzles and, and the like going forward which means they probably have a ton of ideas but will it be able to live up to the the, the prequel right breath of the wild and i i don't think it's gonna if we're just going by score i don't think it's gonna score as high but that doesn't necessarily mean it won't be a better game necessarily. You know, it's, it's this right. weird thing of like times change. We expect more and then the, the scores and stuff kind of follow along with that. And I, yeah. I think to counter the things I've said, like if they add traditional dungeons in the game, which I think we're all expecting there's going to be dungeons in this one, right? I, I don't think mm -hmm. we're going to get the Divine Beast stuff this time around, maybe. We don't really know, but let's assume there is dungeons. For me, that is compelling enough to be like, okay, because the oh, first game has never had them, right? So... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do want to also say that we've only seen 10 minutes of like building mechanic gameplay. We've seen really nothing else of this game. So 
I feel like there's a lot more, lot more surprises to come. So I'm kind of holding back my expectations until, you know, the game comes out or until they show us something more, I guess. Your concern is, I mean, I, there's a lot of people that feel that same way, but it's it's like one of those things to where, you know, throughout history, I and mean, we've all played, like, let's say when you first played Gears of War, you know, that yeah. was like incredible. And then you play Gears of War 2, you're like, okay, still yeah. good, but, you know, I'm, I know this, you know, I expect yep. it. Same mm-hmm. thing like really? Uncharted, the yeah. first Uncharted, and Uncharted 2 destroys Uncharted 1. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't quite have that same, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Even though Uncharted 2 is so much better than yeah. Uncharted 1. The, the, honeymoon, the honeymoon phase of first seeing it is over, and now you're in the rest of your marriage. You know what you're mm-hmm. getting, but it's just growing together at that point. Yeah. That's how, you, that's how I'm looking at it, right? Don't tell like... my wife that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i don't know overall very excited for the game Uh, i can't wait Uh, i want to see more of it hopefully we'll see well uh they'll show us more well you you mentioned dungeons right Mm -hmm. the potential for that okay i'm curious what people think about this would you prefer to have a set number of of dungeons or would you rather have a ton of shrines again i think dungeons would be really cool if they're gonna just do dungeons like but i think it should be optional I think it should be like completely optional if you want to do them. And if you do them, you actually get something compelling. Like you mm. actually get something dope. Like make it like when you like when Elden Ring, right? Like when you went to those certain areas, completely optional in Elden Ring, there was a bunch of great stuff in there. It rewards you for that. I think if they can remove the Koroks, remove that. We don't need 5,000 shrines. We don't need 10,000 so Koroks. There's 120 you know? shrines in Breath of the Wild, right? If yeah. they showed up and they were like, hey, here's here's 12 really good dungeons they're not gonna do that four dungeons <laughs> gonna do like 12. 12. four dungeons four optional crazy big dungeons that you can do four really good optional dungeons and i'd be completely fine with that maybe one that you have to do and then four that are optional because the open world's still going to be like the key in the game the sky world and the underground and there's the underground and there's the sky world so i don't know if they're going to do 12 that would be dope well, i think I, uh like ocarina of time at 12. Yeah, but Ocarina of Time doesn't have a big open world. No, it's, it's open true. world sucks. <laughs> like, it's terrible. <laughs> it's that feel. <laughs> that feel. Like, all of the Zelda games, open, like, their open worlds are absolutely god-awful. <laughs> I'm, cur- I'm curious if just a, a, a set number of tightly knit, well-thought-out dungeons or just a hundred shrines just strewn about give Sky Islands is what people would prefer. Dungeons. 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 Hey, okay. okay. Ask, ask the chat. Uh, let's take a vote. Oh about. yeah, dungeons or shrines. Okay, so Josie, you said you prefer you'd prefer which one? I'd take dungeons, but I feel okay. like there would have to be like environmental puzzles or something oh, like in the overworld yeah. okay. to still keep it feeling full. Because if we're missing all those shrines, mm, then it's gonna okay. be kind of empty, you know. The, the only oh, thing yeah. that I would say though is like with the dungeon, like the only thing I didn't like with before is like dungeons in the past, like you had to get them done. Like what I liked about shrines, they were optional. I don't have to do this. Zelda, it's like, yo, you gotta do this. And if you don't do this dungeon, you're done. It's just, you can't, you get stuck. Like Water Temple back in the day, like you can't progress the game. And I hate that. About That's one thing I just don't like. Mm. Um, and I know that's part of the game, but the, it was kind of cool to go through Breath of the Wild at first to me. I was like, hey, look, you can just, if you wanna do the shrines, you can do them. If not, that's why I said optional. If it's optional, then I don't mind. If I can't beat it or if it's too tough or whatever the case is, I gotta go on the wiki to read about it, then that's fine. But I just don't want it to where it's gonna be like mandatory 12 dungeons. I gotta mandatory go through these no matter what. Like I, that just ruins the, removes the, the freedom that Breath of the Wild o- offers. I think it's gonna have to be optional. I think there's gonna be a way where you could 
start the game and go face off against Ganon or whatever the end boss of this game is going to be, whatever it, whatever that is. Uh, whether it is dungeon shrines, both, or something new. I think it is just going to be optional, and obviously you'll get cool rewards or powers or whatever for going through, uh, for through them. But it has to... It, the, the whole game, with how open and freedom it is, how free it is, just like the first, is... It's built on that. It's your choice. You didn't have to go do the Divine Beast. You do, and you obviously get a better time at the boss, but, you know, you didn't have to do them. Mm. So. Yeah, I think there's still a lot about this game that they have not shown. So it is... There was an interesting question that was brought up, too. I thought a little about this. It was, do they really need to show anything? And do people... And would that person... Uh, well, should that person be mad if they're buying it anyway? So if you're getting it either way, does it matter if Nintendo shows anything else ahead of launch? I'm good. I don't need to see any more. I'm, I'm already buying the game. I don't, I, I'm good. Like, does Nintendo have to convince people right now, hey, this Zelda game is going to be good, even I though it has it, Zelda in the title? Like I said, I think the only people they have to convince are the ones that didn't connect with Breath of the Wild, potentially, and are mm. Zelda fans and, and, and want to kind of maybe go back to a more traditional Zelda. But... Mm -hmm. Um, also having the, you know, but also not taking away the open worldness of, of, of Breath of the Wild. So I think those are the people they're probably targeting. Uh, everyone else who, who's a diehard Zelda fan, like all of us, we've already pre-ordered the game. It, it doesn't really matter. But I, I do think that they still have to sell the game to, you know, to some people that potentially want to check this game out. I wouldn't mind seeing a launch, at the very least, a launch trailer, like the week that it's coming out that just has... 30 second cuts or there's 30 seconds or so cuts of what we can expect from the story like like uh sort of when we had breath of the wild come out they had that big trailer right at the end of the january presentation that clearly showed things that were happening in the story and it's like okay okay i see what's happening here uh, and that was fun so Just and, don't, don't let square enix edit the trailer that's all that's all I got oh yeah <laughs> and i mean even with breath of the wild they toured with that game i played that game before it came out like i was at the show uh, and they 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 were serious They're like hey i know you're standing in line for one two switch right now but make sure you check out zelda on the way out it's like well yeah i, I would like to but the line is like you know around the building here uh but they i mean they were doing all of that where they went all out with the marketing for breath of the wild and it's been a little i mean, a little quieter for this one so um, I feel like they should definitely expand a little bit just for like a more general audience because it's like you guys and the people watching this are very locked into Nintendo and very locked into what's going on in the gaming space. But there's a ton of people who play Breath of the Wild that just like have a Switch for fun. And there's a lot of people that got into Zelda with Breath of the Wild and they might even not know about Tears of the Kingdom because it's been so absent. So I feel like they got to throw something together to get it out to the general public a little bit more. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if they have just another direct or some sort of presentation. Like, I mean, technically, there's so much in this game. I'm sure they could probably do like another three or four of these 10 minute sit downs with Alnuma. But I do wonder if they have some other last event planned a couple weeks before. Because the funny thing about this is the game's going to leak probably a week before it comes out. So, would unbox the switch like it's <laughs> it's it, it obviously there's a, a bit of a, a crack in the foundation when it comes to the. The, the production pipeline somewhere so i assume this game's getting out there someone's gonna be all over the place with with spoilers and stuff at some point so i i don't think it's a bad idea for nintendo to show up with some sort of trailer or event or something just ahead of release maybe they will i think there's at least one more presentation coming you would think right where they show us a little bit more unveil the curtain with with what's going on with this game 
mm-hmm. but again not really give too much away as far as you know the story and and that aspect of the game i'm a little i'm a little confused about one thing though before before we move on from this uh, they didn't want to tell us the title because they said it would give stuff away what what does the title mean I think that was Nintendo just being weird. <laughs> yeah, I think like... that, was, that was them just being weird. But the only thing that I can think about would be the downfall of what happens because of Ganon's resurrection. Um, if you watch some theory videos, there's definitely some stuff that goes on with that. So I'm guessing it's something to do with that. But it's it's something that 99% of people aren't even going to They made know. it sound like it was going to be something yeah. crazy, like like The Legend of Zelda Death of Link or something. Like it's like yeah. we would know immediately what it is. And it's just tears of the kingdom. Oh, I think God. they just didn't feel like telling. I think they just didn't feel like saying it. That's yeah. they just they just didn't feel like it. They're just That's so probably. weird. They're literally so <laughs> weird. I just like write off half the things they say. I'm like, all right, whatever. Thirty minute presentation. Let's go to twenty five or forty five. It's like yeah. never there. Sometimes it's a little strange with what they do, but uh, hey, I, I'm looking sure. forward to it. You know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. And uh, it's out in forty days, something like that. It's it's getting close. And yeah, jeez, yeah, Evan, we have a Discord question over there. Uh, one kind of related to this. I mean, we already seemed more hyped for it, but uh, this guy says, "Am I the only one who isn't too enthusiastic about the whole Sky Islands thing uh, in Tears of the Kingdom? Since it just feels like mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild having a slight Skyward Sword tack-on DLC to it." Well, wasn't like, I mean, the game was kind of after Skyward Sword anyway. Like they even mentioned when they were doing the remaster of Skyward Sword, they're like, "Hey, if you played Breath of the Wild, you should check this out. Look, there's a stamina meter." It's like kind of. Did anybody like still pulling from it? Did this person play Skyward Sword? Did you see that 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 Skyworld there? It's a it's different. It's obviously, it's it, bro. That Skyworld is trash. <laughs> Whoa, that Skyworld is hot trash. I disrespect Bruce. Come on, yeah. Skyward the Skyworld in Skyward Sword is hot trash. <laughs> it we all know it is. It's not very fun. Come now on. this is a huge evolution of that, <laughs> but I I get the core idea of. of <laughs> going from like up in the sky down to the ground but like it's, oh, I, it's clearly significantly better than i get that but i mean that it's it's way more than this i mean because skyward swords oh, i mean did you guys really have fun going throughout that 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 sky world was it like awesome was very, up it, there. yeah was it fun okay my bad my bad never mind it was it was fantastic it wasn't as memorable i think for me but uh I, I see the, the massive difference between that and, uh, and and Tears of the Kingdom, definitely. But I I mean, the core idea of jumping from the sky to the ground, I, I get that that probably came from Skyward Sword. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, How yeah, quickly do you think people are going to get mad for how many times you get knocked off the island and you I, just have to fall I, all the way back down? I do wonder if people will start to catch on that as you're falling, there's like lo- a lot of loading going on. <laughs> and like, there's no loading screens. It's like, well, technically we just made it kind of interactive for you. It's just falling. streaming. It's like, it's just texture streaming, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's just yeah. watching a cardboard cut out underneath yeah. you become a like, place. When they were doing the ascend thing on the rock, I kind of reminded me of Mass Effect in the elevator. Oh, yeah, when they went I mean. into the rock and it showed yeah. Link kind of swimming a bit. Yeah. Well, it's like the uh, it's like the the PS2 Shadow of the Colossus when you're riding mm-hmm. your horse in a direction, it goes from painting to a thing, and that's yeah. just mm-hmm. how it works. Love that game. I, I wonder when they're gonna put in the because remember that bird that was in there. You're gonna be able to call that bird at some point. Mm. So you're gonna be able to, to to get on that bird and just like fly around at times. So in I wonder how that's he gonna... was flying around on a giant stone tablet thing. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're gonna be able like if you get knocked off, will you be able to call that randomly? 
You know, I don't think mm. you will be. It looked like he did. It was like mid-flight. It came out of nowhere. He landed, he landed on it on almost. It. Yeah. Which one? Which which one are you talking about? It was like the last trailer. He was like falling. Oh, yeah, the and then a stone bird. tablet just comes yeah. out of nowhere and he just lands okay. on it and flies. Okay, off. yeah, we're talking about the same thing then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Huh. I thought that was one of the vehicles thing made with the hand. Did, no, it's a whole different. Like it. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, mm. Interesting. Okay, to watch yeah, see if there's any glue on it, right? Like the green I don't think glue. there is. <laughs> you just throw no, the you're sheet probably right. I just like assumed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> uh, okay, what else we have, Evan? Uh, we also had someone actually asking if there were any theories on how Wood got a hold of the Zelda Switch. I'm going to go with I'm time no travel. I have no idea. <laughs> that is, a, that is no. an interesting situation. I huh? think I have an idea. He's it's on Australian time. So. It's a redacted story. For I have, legal I have an idea. He definitely. I think he. I think he contacted the guy who originally leaked. Somehow got into contact with that guy and bought it off of him. Mm. That's my theory. Okay. It was leaked. It was leaked, and it yeah, was showed, and I People didn't believe me. They were so yeah. funny. People wanted the video like, yeah, right. And he's like, no. Heck, I didn't believe him. I was like, yo, this is 3D printed. We saw Etika, you know, do something, yeah. you know, like this. So I was like, is that 3D printed? Uh, but I'm thinking he, he probably got it off of that guy somehow. He was able to contact that guy and get his trust, and he bought it off of him. Leave your best theories in the comments below. <laughs> That's my theory. Shout out to Wood, though. That was a dope video. <laughs> Uh, let's move over to let's move over to e3 e3 2023 is canceled which probably isn't very surprising to anyone especially when ubisoft came back a month later after saying they'd be there in full force with a ubisoft forward and then said okay we're not doing that now i think once they announced that most of us were like all right the the, the writing's on the wall here but they did make the announcement is a, a very brief statement at first on twitter after ign initially broke the news they said Repop and the Entertainment or, or ESA have announced that both the digital and physical events for E3 2023 are canceled. And they had a longer statement that said this is a difficult decision because all of of all the effort we and our partners put toward making this event happen. But we had to do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3. We appreciate and understand that interested companies wouldn't have playable demos ready and the re resourcing challenges made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we're sorry we can't put on the showcase you deserve and that you've come to expect from Pop's event experiences. The following day, I got a press release in my email from Jeff Keeley, who made sure to remind me that Summer Games Fest is not canceled. So <laughs> good job, man, Jeff. Man waited three minutes. <laughs> he was he was on it. <laughs> no man, he was. was yeah. Funny. So, so that's that's uh, that's that for E3 2023, I guess. Not happening. And I on, again, let, the platform holders decided not to go. Ubisoft didn't want to go. It was yeah. All I mean, right, who, all limited right. run games was going to show up. Was that going to be it? <laughs> Apparently we had we had floor space there. So there all right, let's cut the bullshit. This is the fourth year in a row that they tried to mount E3 and it's been canceled. This is it, right? We're done. Right? I, don't, I don't think it comes back. I think this, I think it's over. Yeah, it's well, it's got to come back in a different way. It's got to come back like a, a completely online or some type of. You know what's thing interesting? Like MVG. Yeah. They did. There were some questions asked to the ESA from I think it was Games Industry. They started getting pretty serious about hey, this is like a majority of revenue how's this gonna work if there's no e3 going for and they're like right. well we can still do our advocacy stuff for the gaming industry without that it won't affect it and i'm like are you sure <laughs> that seems like that's a lot of money that they'd be losing then and I, they're going to basically be reliant on the members which is platform holders and i think uh major publishers to basically just hand them money 
Yeah, but they, all of them pulled out. Like all the platform holders pulled out first, and they're all oh, no, ESA no. members. Yeah, but they're still they're still members of ESA, which yeah. means that okay, you guys are the what central entity that goes around and advocates for gaming for a lot of times i assume any kind of weird lulls or whatever pops up there we're gonna give you money to do it but what if they just go you know the esa isn't really needed as much now we're kind of done with it and then i they don't have e3 to fall back on well gdc is also run by the esa uh, oh, okay. so i mean they still they still uh make money and they're still a relevant organization um i think look the difficulty about e3 is we've talked about this before in fact we talk about this every year when they cancel e3 yeah. that year it's that e3 has not evolved in in the way that the industry has and it's 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 unfortunate because i like e3 like i like i think it's an I important i was gonna go show. this year we were yeah. and, and, we were, and i were gonna we, meet up there we, we both had gonna go too we both had tickets to go um but it's it's an important industry trade show right that's how it all that's how it started it's it's life right and then for some reason it, it became more of a open public thing and i remember in 2019 was the last time i was there in person which i think was the last year they actually had it they started bringing all these influences in and it just kind of got a little weird i felt like but look the, the i think that the key thing that was said in that release that you read out john was we could you know they said something about couldn't get demos prepared and stuff like that or couldn't get demos ready that's a really big thing because we see these days how long it takes to make video games, the the years and years of effort that it takes. Developers, studios, they don't want to have to pivot to spend three or four months to come up with a demo for E3 because that's basically taking time off their schedule for the mainline game they're currently working on. So I think it's very difficult to ask these big publishers to come up with demos for the E3 sh uh, you know, show floor. Mm. And that's probably why Keeley is in such a commanding lead right now because he's not asking for demos he's just asking for cinematic trailers or whatever just give me something right give me give me give me something that you're working on whether that's a, a trailer or some you know two-minute gameplay snippet or just something something else so i think that digital format really you know is uh something that's been working for you know some games fest over the last few years but e3 i don't really know what where they go from here i think they have to really dig deep and think about ways to make this a more um, relevant show going forward. But honestly, as mentioned, this is the fourth year in a row they've tried to mount E3 and failed. You gotta, you gotta call it like it's, you have to call it or you just have to just basically throw out everything that you, you thought E3 was and start over, you know, because whatever is they're trying to do is just not working for them. No, I, th I, th I think you're right about, that specifically having to reboot e3 completely from the ground up but you know i'm curious about this see we have like very fond memories of e3 going back to like the late like, 90s early 2000s 90s, right? man yeah, yeah. 90s. Yeah. I, i'm very curious josie how do you view e3 i mean if I, now i think about it it's been a, i'm trying to think of the last good e3 was it 20 i mean 2017 was I, that one was pretty good. 2016 for Sony was really good. 2017, I think, for Nintendo was really good. 19 was pretty good. Person in your Switch. 19. I, I'm trying to think how how like for example you would have viewed E3. Uh, I really really like E3. Um, I used to like because we had it like at least when I was a kid, right? It was like during summer, mm -hmm. and so I would be super excited, and I just like have the whole day to watch everything. And I would watch like Xbox and PlayStation and all these different presentations, and it was super exciting because, like, 
I didn't know that there were all these games, especially as a kid. So like I didn't, and it was this one place where I could find everything. And still, I kind of feel like that. Like I really like watching E3 because it's just like that one place to find absolutely everything. But now it's not. So like, I'm fine with it going, honestly, because I feel like, like MVG said, it's outdated. Um, But I'd kind of like to see it come back, or at least I'd like them to have something where Nintendo shows up so that Nintendo has some pressure to put out a presentation, because otherwise (laughs) they're not going to do anything. That's a good point. I am actually curious what the summer is going to look like in general with without E3, but yeah, you say you say as a kid. So how young are we talking about? So were you watching that stuff as like as like a like seven, eight, nine year old? You were uh, interested I in guess that? I guess like a thirteen year old. Like I okay. had a Wii U, and so yeah. I'd watch like the presentations and stuff. And it was like when they were all goofy and had the puppets. So oh, like, oh okay, okay, I, I see what yeah. you're saying. Like the Wii U generation, and then like the early Switch generation, I guess. I was like, when I was like, told, I, I did not give a shit. I was down the street. I'm trying to do other stuff. I was not worried I was about weird. I was on like the forums arguing back then. So like, <laughs> I was like this 10 year old. I have a show this guy. You make John? I want to, I want to find you. <laughs> now no, I was under a, a number of different aliases. <laughs> number of burner yeah. accounts. No, number of burner Wait, Wave yeah, spawn was a... Find me on GeoCities. Let's see what happens. <laughs> wave spawn. How was he right? Wave spawn? Wait, yeah, we just one. had that. We just had the guest books to sign back then. We let them know we were know we were there. I found you on Game Winners. What's up? <laughs> we were. It was. It was. Uh, I remember had, Game Winners. <laughs> I was definitely on there talking some shit every now and then. <laughs> I mean, Twitter back then it was like the Wild West. It was. It was way worse than Twitter. Even I'll say that. As weird as that sounds, it got pretty were, crazy. Back were you then. guys on? Were any of you guys on Game Revolution at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was everywhere, man. Oh yeah, Game <laughs> Revolution. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yep, we were arguing about all kinds of stuff back then. Uh-huh. It's either that, is either gaming or Dragon Ball Z power levels. Didn't matter. <laughs> Did you guys ever go to N4G or no? I mean, that was that was later. That I was later. That was in yeah, like. I, was on, I remember that came around in the 360 generation. 360, yeah, 360 gen, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was, uh, but yeah, E3, E3 was still a, an awesome time, and they started putting it on TV. That was yeah. when G4 wasn't cops and cheaters and all that stuff, and it was actually gaming. That was a big deal when it started to show up oh, on yeah. cable TV. Mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley was running it then too, which was interesting to where it is now. Uh, but I, I've been trying to think of how they bring E3 back, and it's it's tough. I don't know, MG. It's I don't, I don't even know, know if the name works anymore. The name doesn't even work anymore. It, it really doesn't. Honestly, I, I hate to say it, but maybe they should just reach out, reach out to Keighley and say, look, you win. Let's, let's figure out how we can work together on this one. You know, we can. Yeah, we can that'd be, that'd we, be. We got the, we, you know, we got the, um, the ESA behind us. You got the name, Summer Games Fest. Let's, let's figure it out. I mean, Keely might just turn around and say, I don't need Keely just turned around say, and bought the E3 licensing and name and all of that. He's like, maybe. it's mine now. <laughs> He'll say, screw him. He seems like he, he, he is dancing on that grave, man. Oh, yeah. Like, dude. yeah. He, he's, he's taking victory laps. I mean, even though he's trying to be humble, like, he, he's, he's trying to be humble, is like, he? one minute after the tweet comes out that, the E3 was canceled, you know, so he, he, he's got a victory here and he knows it. Big victory for him. You guys Seems think like a... that Summer Games Fest is going to become like what E3 was no. or? In no. a different... It's yeah. going to be one Not show he puts well, together and then a ton of restreams of everyone he, else. Apparently he's going to have a couple of days of things here. And you know, what's interesting is Josie brings that up, but I think 
Jeff might turn around and make it more like what E3 started as, which is more a networking event for the industry as opposed to selling it as tickets for the fans. Because he has his show that he does where yeah, it's, awards, it's basically yeah. like Gamescom opening night or the Game Awards, any of that. He's going to do that with Summer Games Fest. But then he mentioned there's like, what's it called? It's like Days of Play. I got to look at what it is. Yeah, but day, the... Days of Play where he brought in a bunch of influencers last year and people from the industry yes. to mm-hmm. try out games and, and stuff. He curates yeah, it with that. certain companies. I think Ubisoft is going to do it as an example. Sega yeah. did it. Square Enix did The reason we got Sonic Frontiers footage earlier is because someone was filming the Square Enix booth and they just happened to get it in the background. So like some of the stuff there is embargoed. And everyone goes there, they see the stuff, they write down notes and get footage, and then they leave, and three weeks later, all the info comes out because it's all embargoed. So I, I think that might be the 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 way to go rather than try to that's do what he tra- did, that's, which was... That's garbage, though. That's not yeah, great well, They still have the all. public-facing show where they do all the... Yeah. I mean, that's what people really care about. They yeah, but, like, about influencers going there, and, like, that stuff was trash. It was yeah. trash when it was happening, and it's still trash right now. I'm not trying to be mean to the people that go there, have fun, have at it, but it was just... I saw it, guys. It, it, Sonic Frontiers is great, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, that's not E3, man. Like, give me a preview. Give me something real. Not, not, it, was, it was great. I saw it, you know, like... Uh, I don't know, man. Look, Summer Games Fest for me is just the Game Awards in summer. It's the same thing, oh, okay. really. Other, <laughs> other than awards being handed out. Hey, if I mean, he gets if he gets the big reveals, though, everyone will be it'll be just like normal for a lot of people at home, right? For E three, he'll get something. I mean, obviously Ubisoft is there now, and you know he's got some other mm-hmm. things lined up. So I, there'll definitely be some surprises. He's just starting there, to claim stuff, though. It's, yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, he's but just, it's, it's he's better than streaming. He's he's doing he's, he's doing what everyone on YouTube's doing, reacting to stuff. He's like, all right, some of the stuff is mine, but this is not our event. But we'll just stream it and say, hey, you know, Summer Games Fest is showing you off this uh, this presentation. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel while you watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His reactions are like, wow, that was cool, right? All right, here's the next one. So, so Jeff now has, in that case, the Game Awards, which is the end of the year, right? And kind of the beginning of the year, too, because it shows off stuff for, like, the first six months at times, you know, going to the next year. He then has the Summer Lockdown mm-hmm. with Summer Games Fest, and he has Gamescom kind of locked down as the opening night live. So he has effectively taken over the entire gaming industry then for in terms of marketing and all of this. I'm boycotting GDC if he's running that next year. <laughs> you gotta watch out for serious? the nepotism babies. The nepo babies, they're coming. I'll tell you off camera, ne- OJ. Yeah, his parents are IMAX. Is he a nepo baby? Is- yeah, his parents are IMAX. Oh, the- shit. Yeah. The only thing I think of is if they took E3 and made it more virtualized and made it so people at home can interact. That's the only thing I can think of. Otherwise, it's like, why? What's the point? Maybe cloud cloud streaming for demos. I don't know if that can be more controlled or like less work going to those kind of demos MVG because they can let you just play the game for an hour and then shut you out. Yeah. Uh, I just try to think of ways to streamline it for him, but that's, then we start getting into talks of metaverse stuff and, uh, and then the company swoop in and try to monetize it further with random stuff. I don't know. It's, it's tough. It is. It's, it made sense back in the day. It makes less sense now when you can just go on Twitter and see things immediately on your phone. I, I will I, miss it absolutely though I, I, yeah. I liked it I think there was that sense of there's a sense of community people coming together seeing you know gaming all at once and I will admit the live reactions were pretty good now looking oh, yeah, at it uh, it's 
you know it, the fi- the final fantasy 16 thing if you watch that stream that was pretty fun and it was because the crowd was there kind of playing around too and like you know yoshi p's up there making jokes about i mean he went over twitter questions that were just ridiculous and he just made fun <laughs> of them technically but uh, the, you know the crowd was having fun with it they are ooh and on ah, at like the pixel characters on the save menu that kind of thing so th- those are fun times and that that's the one part that i would probably miss most is that so but I will say I they I will say they did not sound very interested in coming back or taking another shot in the interview that they had. So I well, Raid Pop I guess Raid Pop is out now, right? Because they because they you know ESA brought Raid Pop in right to try to mount something, mm-hmm. and Raid Pop basically said you know we tried everything we could, but we couldn't make it work. And, and no disrespect to Raid Pop, they put on amazing events all year round. The PAX events are very well run Pax's? and yeah. very. I mean, Jordan, you can tell us, but like, I, I'm assuming there was a ton of people at PAX this year, like there always is. Um, so you know, no, no disrespect to, to Reed Pop. They just had a, a mammoth task in front of them and there was really no way they were going to get there, unfortunately, with this one. Also, I, I, they basically take E3 if they're going to do it again, back to its roots and don't make it an attraction for the public. I know people are like, I want to go. Yeah. That's it, not what it started as. That's not and, what it's for. And, and maybe that's how you reboot it. You know, you yeah. st- you bring it back as just a smaller industry trade show. You know, like the way it kind of started, um, yeah, and then you just kind of go from there. Yeah, make it into it. Yeah, yeah. Take, take money away. The vast majority of people dream about going, but just don't go, and they're like, "I'll just watch the streams. That's fine. Uh, it works out." Do you so, think that if they did that, the big three would show up like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, or it would take mm-hmm. them a couple of years? Because I feel like that's going to be a make or break for a lot of people. I agree. I mean, I think they need that buy-in and I don't really know what it's going to take. I, I could see Microsoft coming back. I don't know about Sony and Nintendo though. Like they don't, they don't need E3. I mean, they Nintendo was the last the one. Nintendo was like the last one out the door, weren't they? They were there on the on the floor whenever possible. Like they had yeah. all the cool booths set up. and. I think floor presence, regardless of however they do it in the future, is important from the companies in general. But in terms of like these presentations, they could just, you know, pre-make something digital, have them run that, you know, that's something that gets played and shown out to the masses and something that gets played at the actual event for people there. But floor presence would be the biggest thing to have. If you, if you cut out the cost of these presentations and having to show up and bringing all this stuff with them and, 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 and hire all this, whatever, you know, I think that's a big cost cutter, but I think it's more of an incentive to get them back on the floor without feeling that like they have to have this grand presentation. Yeah, well said. Well, we'll see when, uh, I guess when June, or I guess it'd be like February next year comes around if they're going to take another shot at it, make any announcements. I am not counting on it though. And that might be the end of E3. So there you go. Well. Evan, do you want to hit us with a Discord question? I'll pull up some of the Super Chats. We have one person who did ask a bunch of things for the E3 stuff. I'm trying to see what we went through. I mean, we kind of went over technically what is lost if E3 never comes back. It's mostly just E3. I mean, there's other places yeah. to go for similar things. Uh, what other events can fulfill what is uh, lost in place of E3? I think we talked a little bit about GDC. Probably gonna be summer, it's probably going to be Summer Game Fest. GDC yeah. would be for networking with uh, industry stuff, yeah. And then uh, I think that's about... What parts of what E3 fulfilled cannot be fulfilled? Oh, so like what truly made it unique that won't that currently isn't uh, being fulfilled by other events? I don't think anything really, right? Was it the, the networking skeptical. side? The, what was that, Josie? The spectacle of it, oh, like how spe- big yeah. it was. 
Yep. Drew a lot of eyes. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like the Super Bowl gaming there for a long time. And it was, there was a lot of hype going into it when it, were, when it was E3 season, as we call it. It's also a place where if you're a gamer, you know, you, you can get a chance to, you know, um, see uh, some industry people. You can, you know, Doug Bowser's just walking around the show floor. And, you know, like um, there's a lot of Nintendo, pre well, in 2019 when I was there, there was a big Nintendo presence. They had, I think they had um, Link's Awakening and Astral Chain and Pokemon, uh, Sword and Shield. And there was, they had a lot of games on the floor. So, you know, having all that at your disposal in one location is pretty big. But I guess the flip side is the lines are out the door and, you know, you, you, you're literally waiting three hours to just play one game for like 20 minutes or something like that. And then, you know, they kick you off it, and someone else is someone else's time. I went, for those who don't know, I went to E3 2014, 2015, and 2016. And Nintendo's E3 2014 was nuts. It was because they had Bayonetta, they had um, Hyrule Warriors. That's the game. And they had Smash Brothers. Those two games, the lines were so long just to play Hyrule Warriors. That game seemed to have even, like, the longest lines. And, yeah, you play for just a bit, then you get kicked. And it's like, you got to wait. Like, it took me two hours to play hyrule warriors man it took me it, smash was a little bit faster just because that day just they had way more units and i was able to get, and it's four players you know so you can get four people playing at a time um but yeah it, oh man two hours just to play that and i think i think i played what i played star fox or was it something else i played something else i don't know i don't remember but i played something else there and it, it just it's just all day man like i only, I only got a chance to play a few games because i was in line for hours just to you know just to be able to play something so i went in 2018 the... you know mainly there just for spyro but like i was there with you know some other people and it's on nintendo stuff so we waited in the long line to play smash bros you know because they had it there that year and it was uh yeah there was just a lot how long of was that wait? how long um, was that wait to play in my head i'm like i don't remember it being too bad but i feel like i feel like that's like the only game we played like that day so i feel like it was definitely like a long wait but... four people though right so it was you got four at a time or was it just yeah it was everyone okay. would get to these different stations and if you won you would go on to keep playing in the like, yeah. brackets but it was uh it's a nice setup it was really elaborate but yeah the line was like it wrapped around the place several times it would go in and out of all the other games being shown off there they do the whole shirt thing that year was there like if you won at the second station you get a t-shirt probably i, I oh, okay. couldn't tell you if i remember, I, I, can't remember that at all. <laughs> I didn't know if they did that or you not. know what do it. i didn't get past round one i'm not i'll say i'm not good at smash bros <laughs> all right i i didn't get past round one all right there i said it all right you it's... happy no, just... are you happy oj this is i was asking i quit the podcast this is my last episode oj just bullies me constantly oh. i'm tired of this it's 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 like it's just like oj on twitter he just bullies people i'm being oh right my now. gosh it's understandable yeah thanks for understanding i appreciate it your severance no package is in so, so jordan what do you think about the murder of sonic the hedgehog Dude, I I was so happy yesterday when I saw that, and then I realized, oh, oh this is just for April Fools, and I got so disappointed. No, it's real. It's legit. I, I it, it's legit, but you know, it's all in the spirit of the holiday, and it's like, man, that that frame just saying he's dead is probably my favorite thing I've is ever. That, seen. Is that your cell phone <laughs> background now? That has to be your cell. It's it's going to be. I I, I screenshot. I saved it. That's it's a great image. Uh, it's powerful. And it's about time we killed that little blue fucker. That's all I've been saying, all right? That's all I've been saying. That's all we needed to do. We can happily move on uh, with our lives. So let me, let me go to some of the super chats. Mighty Ryan says Roman Reigns or Cody Rhodes. 
uh cody rhodes cody rhodes there you go rascal says just saw wick four and dnd they were both awesome whatever happened to the borderlands movie it's in post-production hell i believe this is from tempest who says i hope wood wooderson is a guest tonight he's not we could have him on with the the switch though uh mighty ryan says all-time favorite e3 moment Mm. Twilight Princess is pretty good. I was gonna say Twilight Princess. That was that yeah. was pretty. That was pretty legit. I know yeah. I'm showing my age, but that 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 part where uh, PlayStation got on stage and said two ninety nine, yeah, for Sega. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was, that was, was Sega was in shambles. Was <laughs> when I did when I did my video today talking about E3, that's one of the ones that I had to get in there. Was that like people didn't remember that because it was so long ago? Because the at, just to set it up for those who don't know in the chat, the Sega Saturn was three ninety nine yeah. at yep. that point. So I mean, think about inflation, right? That is an expensive console. Tony just walked up and just said. 299 and then yep. like and There's everybody just, too, and they just, they, yeah, they just walked off stage after that yeah, yeah. that was it yeah it, it, was, it was great it was a great moment uh, wasn't wasn't that, the connect yeah. revealed at one of the e3s and i i, yes. love, okay. I love watching a train Project wreck, so, like, that was <laughs> there was no the, the greatest yeah. one was i think it was e3 i think it was 2010 that was skittles i talked about it in my video that was skittles <laughs> and that was when they got all the kids out there so i don't know josie were you out there was that one were you out there with the kids no i'm, I'm just messing <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got all the kids out there playing with little animals or like connect i would have loved to be there i would have loved to be there unfortunately no yeah <laughs> uh, oh and the final fantasy 7 remake reveal was pretty good too that was that was that was a fun that was a fun moment better than the game <clears throat> oh man <laughs> oh oh game of the year nominee it's <laughs> my uh, sonic jordan yeah I, you know what i understand i'm i, I support you Mariner Wait, says, real quick I, can i can i i just want to what did you not like about ff7 remake real quick <laughs> so just, okay real talk I, I like the game i hated the ending i hated the way they just switched uh, it, okay, really annoyed, okay. it annoyed me to the point where okay. i i don't even know if i'm invested in the next game oh really wow okay so it was just story based it wasn't gameplay based gameplay structure was, gameplay was fine other than some of those stupid long missions man like what, what i think it, some like, of it felt kind of padded out yeah chapter five or something it took about three hours to beat or something like oh, that okay it was, okay no problem crazy. but otherwise it was, it was okay that's what we got it joe's when you get that ps5 we got to get you on the final Fantasy Seven remake train i am ready i just okay, gotta good. get that money and the space okay there we go there we go yeah ps5 is pretty large console so you need a whole got a whole area for it yeah designated with caution tape maybe yeah a little bit i'm only in the next collector's edition has a motorcycle yeah oh you do have that don't you yeah i'm back in if it's a motorcycle mariner says i i'm actually curious so would you uh please put a poll seeing what people play the most between switch ps5 xbox nowadays thanks with the great content i think my xbox gets the most uh, uh, I honestly, got my PS5 because I already it's like literally equal equal parts because you know, be, yeah, Xbox like is game like pass, the... we do Game Pass on Xbox and I'm playing Resident Evil 4 on the PS4 right now and Switch gets a lot of use as well. I think it's PS4. Well, my Xbox is also like my entertainment Xbox, right. console. You know, oh yeah, I'm playing Xbox a lot now too. It's yeah. where I you know have a, watch a good amount of the streaming services and. The PlayStation always feels like my event console. Like, all right, here's the big PlayStation exclusive. Now I turn on my PlayStation 5. And then the Switch is like, all right, when, when there's a Switch game I care about, I'll turn it on. You know? Like, oh, Halo oh. and uh, Call of Duty live on the Xbox for me. So that's, yeah, that's the whole thing. What's Halo? <sighs> what happened yeah. to that? 
Yeah, what did happen? Need that battle royale mode. Peeps says uh, certain shit, affinity but... certain affinity will save them. <laughs> Peeps says the only thing I'll miss about E3 is that the three major companies can read the can read the live room with a bad oh with a bad product. Example: Wii Music, no online check or DRM or bottom of an avatar foot. <laughs> bottom of the avatar foot. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, Cookie says, "What was your favorite E3 moment, guys?" And Rip E3, just, yeah, we just went over that. But there's some good moments E3. Elliot says, "Does this exist? Can I get a modded Xbox Series S for emulation with a clean UI? Something that looks clean like Netflix, large grid-based images." You can you can, you can get just, all the emulators and retail. You there. don't you don't need to. Or you, you, there's no way to mod an Xbox Series S, and you don't need to mod an Xbox Series S to get emulators on it. No, you can just go through retail. I just got to catch the link at the right time. Uh, this is from Derek says, got a pre-order down for that crispy Tears of the Kingdom OLED switch. Wasn't quick enough for the Pro Controller, though. Welcome back, Josie. Ethan says, uh, PAX last year was desolate. This year, it was at least lively, even if there were, was still empty floor space. Yeah, Um lot lot busier i would say friday and saturday saturday specifically um it was one of the most crowded days at at, at pax i've seen since but you know pre-pandemic so it was really uh it was good to see you know people are out and about it was uh it was full there was some st- open floor space still but it, compared to the last you know few of them yeah it was a lot better so it was cool to see a lot of people there because thursday when you're you know the first day it felt so like open there wasn't a lot of people there i'm like oh that's surprising but it's also just thursday so I picked up quickly. Jack says, fun fact about Spawncast AI parody, OJ doesn't actually watch only DBZ with his family. True. The AI is getting getting a bit too good now. Yeah, the AI knows me. It just yelled Spyro in the middle of the video. Hi <laughs> <laughs> says, do you think we will see Pragmata dated this year by Capcom? And with it being reported, many PlayStation Studios are using the desk engine. Does this give us an idea of what kind of games to expect? Yeah, I, I think people just kind of forgot about Pragmata. I would like to see that data, but I'd also like to know what it is. <laughs> is going to end up like deep down? I, think, I don't know. That That is, is a little it... concerning. I feel like they, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they showed showed it maybe a bit too much of it now it's to too, where people are like too, asking questions. Where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Yeah. I, I could see it maybe being showcased again at PlayStation's show in May. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see and then travis says thanks for the live stream thanks for tuning in traps let's let's go over let's go over to psvr2 sales so psvr2 actually hold on a minute josie i'm curious you you've seen anything with vr have you are you at all interested curious i'm interested i don't have the space the money or the time but there's a a lot of a lot of factors there yes yes (laughs) Um, but I'm interested. I think it's really cool. I played the original PlayStation VR. Oh, okay, good. At, but like, not a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I've played it before. I played the soccer game where you move your head. That was kind of fun. Oh gosh. Um, and then I played. I think it was a Quest headset, and mm-hmm. it was like this climbing game. And then I literally almost threw up. So I don't know if it's for me, but but uh, I'm very yeah. interested. I just haven't for a while. So there's a lot of there's still a lot of setup in VR and all this and and obviously a lot of cost and this is something that was brought up by a report from Bloomberg where it appears they're on track to sell 270,000 headsets this is from an analyst I believe at IDC by the end of well at the end of March it's all estimations but 
I I tend to believe it, just to be honest, looking at kind of the market and the PSVR 2 now, it's it's always in stock. I mean, it's only on PlayStation's website. It's not hard to get. And I don't know if it's me, but, but I'm looking around, and I'm realizing people I thought would have gotten it didn't really care much. <laughs> like, MVG did not get one. No. And I was positive you were going to get one. Well, remember the pre-order thing where um, we both put our names in the ring for a pre-order and then... We never got selected. I just kind of lost interest after that. Yeah, I didn't get selected. Um, I just went on the website though, and it was like, there you that go. Was after, oh, okay. like that was like way yeah. later than that. So at that point, like the FOMO had already kind of gone for me. So, um, look, I think I will get one eventually, John. But look, hopefully, there's a price cut. Okay, so cut. that's the interesting thing, right? They were basically they said, hey, this is below X. Which, by the way, Sony did kind of refute Takashi Machizuki over their original report. And I think this is kind of a follow-up. He's like, all right, I'll show them. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get let me get the analysts involved here. I think and, one uh, of the issues is the price in Europe is outstanding. It's, it's, it's like, it very is ridiculous. high. Yeah. Like, like in Europe, it's almost eight hundred dollars on this. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, Mr. Peel, he's been talking about it. Yeah, like, yeah. The, like you know, with the Swedish, I think what do they use? Crones or what? Mm-hmm. What is it? I don't, yeah, like it is ridiculously high. And he has a good job. He has a very well-paying job. He has a house. Like he he can spend. And even he's like. Yo, this thing's too expensive, man. You know, and he's single, has no children, and he's even complaining about the price. So I, I think that's the biggest issue is the price, especially for Europe. The, the price there is out of control. The, you know, the euro's worth more than the dollar. Pound's worth more than the dollar. And they're they're paying more on top of what we're paying. So they've got to get that under control if they want this thing, in my opinion, to be to, to be able to sell. Because the, the, the first place in VR, that was cheaper overall, right? I know it's not as good, but it was cheaper, so they were able to get it into more households. But the, the price is just technology is fantastic, you know. But the price is just too much in Europe, you know. That was much. the suggestion was a price cut. I don't, I don't think they can do a substantial enough price cut for it to matter. That does it. It's five fifty now for the base one. Would you all of a sudden be like, I got to get this? It's five hundred dollars now. No, I'm I'm close to getting one, John. I think if they dropped it to 4.99 and then they dropped that Resident Evil 4 patch, mm. uh, remake patch, I may jump on because I know Gran Turismo 7 is a good experience, and I know you and Nate have one. You've talked about some other games mm. that are uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. If they drop RE4 remake, the VR patch, drop uh, the price of the PSVR 2, I may get one at that at that price point, but at the okay. moment, there's there's really nothing compelling for I me think, to say. I, want I think one. people are looking for a price of like three ninety nine. It's it's not going to happen. I think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I also think the, 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 the problem. Is, go ahead, John. It, it's sorry, it's the kill. It's a killer app, right? There's nothing that is selling this thing. Like, are there good VR experiences on there? Absolutely. Is there is cool ideas, cool things that we're looking forward to? Yeah. But there's nothing that is selling you like, okay, this is an experience you cannot miss. You have to get this for you have to spend whatever it's going to cost with it with or without a price cut to experience this. You have to do it. You don't just want to get you hear people talk about it. You want to have FOMO. You need to go out there. You need to buy it. Right. There is nothing out there now or that is announced that is doing that. Once there is, that will start moving the the needle up in sales, whether there is a price cut or not. And and then that's it. Like, does a Resident Evil 4 VR mode sound awesome? Yeah, that sounds cool. Is Horizon showing off some really cool stuff with their VR game? Yeah, absolutely. Is that worth how much it costs right now? No, it is not. And that's simply it. There's nothing out there right now that sells it. 
like a half-life alex something like that yeah. that's, and even that's even with that, that even yeah, as cool think, as that I I that's still not enough if, if yeah. they came out and said this is like the next big thing and it was and it's reviewed high and the play tests are well and it, it just looks great and then some people buy it and they say you have to get this you have to experience it once there's that level to sell it that's what's going to start doing it but there's too many people who either aren't interested in vr for so many other reasons there's so many deterrents from vr and right now adding a major price on it with not enough games to sell it it's just adding more of the i'm good i'm good i'll get maybe later i'm not good i'm not interested that's it all you need is the the killer apps and there isn't that and that's the problem and that's the problem specifically with psvr i feel like there never will be with with this that's be substantial yeah. investment. And that's, yeah. and that's fair. You know, I think that's also a fair thing to think about. It, it's it's also not going to be for everyone. So are they? Is Sony or whoever going to put the time in to invest to make something that could be that? If it's hmm. never going to appeal to that wide of an audience, they need. Mm. Like yeah, I was just, always. Go ahead, Jersey. Sorry, just for me, like I would have to see like a really crazy experience that I was like, oh, that's that's like game changing or that changes the industry or something for me to really want to jump in i think at this point because i don't, i just have very very little interest i think it's cool but i just i don't know that that's always been mm. the issue with vr though historically cuz everyone everyone that doesn't have it and they're just like eh it's not that interesting to me then you have the people who use it and they're like you have to see it but you don't you don't get that i mean when you watch a video of a game that's coming up you're seeing it on the screen you're probably going to be playing it on at the resolution it's going to be playing you're probably experiencing it the best you can but without the headset you're not getting the 3d effect you're not getting kind of any of the elements that are being applied to it so it is one of those near impossible things to sell to people who don't already have it and that's it that just makes it that much harder to really and it's harder to sell it for like even if you had like in-store demos right like oh i go to best buy and there's a kiosk oh i can put on the headset in the day and age we live that headset has to be cleaned every time someone uses uh, it. yeah i'm not yeah, putting yeah. on that What's, crusty yeah. ass right. so, and, and the, and the no first way. kid to take it off and just chuck it at the floor is just like, oh, there's, no. there's no way to properly sell you unless you have a friend who has one to say hey try this out right there's no way to them to get this in your hands in in, in 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 today's age without having the word of mouth or having someone who has it or or just being naturally interested in and in going down that rabbit hole of vr jordan it's interesting that you said that because to me it almost feels like it feels like an arcade it's like hey you go there you play i don't need to have the arcade in my house yeah i just go there check it out hey my friend has it cool play that's what i did got a friend played it i was like dope but i get sick it's not i get a little nauseous but it's cool but i don't need it and i think that's kind of like what it is right now people who like experience with somebody else cool but they're not going to spend the money drop the money on it you know without those big games and better price like you were talking about yeah it is it is an entire production when i want to play the psvr too like i i almost have like stipulations or i'm like you know it's a little late right now i don't know i don't, I don't feel like and that's why it's i don't i don't want to move the table not, like yeah it's not, I, if it's not on your console it's easier to sell can you sell a quest you know over that absolutely the quest is cheaper uh you don't have to plug it into anything if you don't want to you can just find an open space if you have one and start playing it it's very yeah. simple very easy to understand and it's not restricted to wires consoles this or that right so there's so many extra layers that the playstation vr2 has to jump through and yeah. that's why it's not going to sell these insane numbers I, I wasn't expecting to see that and it's crazy for me to think that they would expect to see those numbers but there's nothing out for it enough to sell it and it's it's a lot to ask there's yeah. too many there's too many asks to happen i will say i i think 
the most next gen experience I've had is Gran Turismo Seven in VR. It was pretty impressive, but it is again. There's a lot in the way to get there. So you that is a game you can play sitting down, not moving around at all with a controller, though. So that's that the nice. I think the other that. thing about VR is it's a very isolating experience, right? And I know that sounds a little strange, but like it's just you and you alone in 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 your kind of experience with this so trying to explain vr to someone that hasn't experienced vr like you're telling john you're, you're talking to me about psvr2 mm. the way that i think about the way you're trying to explain it to me is how i remember psvr1 which is oh yeah you know it looks like vaseline oh it's significantly better than that but yeah I, get but I can't i can't think about the way that you're ex imagining or you're experiencing vr right. and i think trying to sell vr is one of the hardest things to actually do unless like jordan said you've got a display in a store somewhere and that has its own issues as mentioned so i think it's 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 always been an uphill battle to really try to advertise and market uh vr as as a as a thing that um you know people really need to jump on board with and also the killer app thing that's also a a, a very difficult thing as well because let's say sony goes back into their back catalog and says hey we're gonna do a we're gonna do a um a vr game based on one of our really popular old franchises right i don't know what what it is right it doesn't matter what it is um then people are gonna turn and say well we'd rather have a mainline game you know just a regular triple a mainline game why you know are you what, doing why are you giving us a vr version it's of the investment risk <laughs> you know what you know what game that's going to be mvg i i've already thought a little about this what game is going to show up it's going to be only for vr and people are going to be like why can't this be a regular game you better not say bloodborne no no, no. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great i'm, I'm, I'm quitting <laughs> i the think show. i think it's going to be socom Ooh, i mean i think that's so calm would so be an interesting yeah some of the that biggest advancements me. some of the biggest advancements in vr have come from first person shooter games the yeah. interactivity of reloading I'm and thinking, setting stuff up i'm thinking but the thing with that is like we've seen shooters right you know we've seen shooters in vr we know how it works we can understand the concept of it. it's just making it really good is 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 hope the hope there but what if you know another idea Obviously, we're still getting the Spider-Man games, right? Still getting the mainline Spider-Man mm -hmm. games. A full Spider-Man game in VR where you're literally... I mean, you can get a lot of motion sickness if you... If, <laughs> I was going to say, the, the, the ultimate vomit-inducing... VR, you fight as Spider-Man in first person. You walk around a whole open New York City as... That would be kind of like, cool, actually. That would be that. really cool. Is it hard to envision it fully working? Yes. Are you going to get sick? Probably. You know interesting? But how cool would it be? Because everyone would be like, I want to be Spider-Man. I almost wonder if they could... That would be sick! I would VR buy it just for that alone. To a lot of these games coming out, could Spider-Man 2 have a VR mode added on later or something like that? You know, could Twisted Metal have a VR mode? <laughs> Thing, those sorts That'd of things. Sure. I, I mean, it, it, there's going to be a Twisted Metal game, apparently. Why not? It's a right, it, you know, you're driving around in it, so. That's my favorite game on PS1. There you go. You got to get a PS5 nice. now. <laughs> it's a good game. To everyone in the chat who says I'm too young. Which twist? Sorry. Which Twisted Metal one did you like? Huh? Which one did you like? One? Did you like one, two, or three? Where there was there one you remember playing more? Than I like others? I like one the most because me and my oh, cousin okay. used to like go crazy in that, and it was so fun. Oh, you okay. gotta check out Twisted Metal too. That was... Two was pretty good. Yeah, uh, they, you know what? Sony needs to add those to the PlayStation library anyway through PSN. On, Are they not on there? Oh, I thought they were on there. No, okay. <laughs> they need to get well. Actually, no, they need to get PS2 games on. I think Chris Metal Black is on there. I think so. Oh, okay. That was Wait, Legacy, though, right? That's old. Yeah, that's the old one. Wait, yeah. if we're gonna get Resident Evil Four in VR, why why yes. can't why can't EA 
put money into like you know dead space in vr that'd be actually pretty cool if they did that'd, that. be, that'd be all right that'd be really that'd be really be sick good too that'd i do i just want to do if... it honestly i think they're actually going to do it I mean that's that, I, that just seems like a no-brainer. If if Resident Evil is gonna pull it off for four, then they could do it with. Dead I kind of think I will admit, I think that's something that Sony would have to go to EA for, not EA going to. I I, I feel like EA wouldn't just be like, we got to make a VR mode for this. Yeah, I think Sony would have to go there and be VR like, mode. can we fund a VR mode for this kind of thing? Uh, I just I think because of the early stages of VR right now, it's it's up to Sony to push it along. VR works well, like with the slow-paced, you know, shooters stuff. I think it works well with that type so dead space re you know those games are good for it yeah i'm telling you they need to they got to get team asobian on this and they got to get creative and they got to add a vr mode to astro playroom it's on everyone's ps5 just do that and everyone just immediately has a, a ps i just don't think anyway it's gonna change anything if they got little robot running around or whatever you know vr robot they gotta get something bigger than yeah, and that for but no, Astro is cool though. It's it's like a dope thing. What's that one game? Moss or some people always talk Moss, about how great Moss that game books is. One and two, those are good. Yeah, yep, get those that. Are you know, but they don't have that. Moons. They don't have that big mascot. I still think Astro yeah. could be a good mascot for them if they got behind Astro, but they just they really haven't. So I, hey, maybe that's just something that's been in development for a while. Sackboy in VR. We need Sackboy's big adventure oh, VR. Gosh. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I think I think Astro is going to replace Sackboy at this point. The new Armored no, Core Sack- could drop with a VR mode for PlayStation. Oh alone. yeah, yeah. I mean, Sackboy hey, Zone of the Enders. Back. Zone of the Enders had a no, VR Zone, mode. Yeah, but oh, that that would be vomit yeah. inducing. Zone of the Enders, the speed it of it, the teleportation. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah that one. Too fast oh, What about Wipeout? That had a VR mode too. <laughs> oh, it was that was something. Hey, you know, it was. Uh, my only concern is that Sony loses interest and kind of moves on and is like well we'll let third parties do this and the occasional game will come out but nothing massive from the first party is coming out for this they have uh, to support it right like they spent so much money on this <laughs> <laughs> okay but i don't know man i bought this, out seems, like they spent, this seems this seems like a bigger investment than vita like it ever was you know like i, guess. I don't know it seems know. like they have they have to support this thing like if this thing flops that's gonna not gonna be good. I mean, not gonna it's not gonna tank Sony or anything. Obviously, I mean, at the end of the day, money, it's but... still a PlayStation Five accessory, even though it's kind of its own platform as well. So the Vita was its own platform, like it had its okay. own store, is everything yeah. right? Whereas this is like, eh, you know, that PS Five accessory didn't eh, it didn't do as well as we thought. Whatever. It's, yeah. You know, so it's not necessarily a failed system. It's just an accessory that yeah I didn't catch. That it. makes that makes sense. <laughs> But I'm hopeful that they get something really cool on there so that I can say, hey, you got to get PSVR 2 for this. So at this point, hey, Tetris Effect's pretty good. <laughs> if Nintendo cool. gives me a VR headset, I'll be all over it. But they did. It, did. Play Labo. it was okay. That does oh, not gosh. count. That was really bad. <laughs> you didn't play La- I don't think I'd be over. I, I, I can't get into I don't care who gives you didn't me. like your cardboard. Nah. I'm excited when Nintendo no, just face. completely just a throws a curveball and their next system is some VR thing and it's not. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> That'd be the f- most Nintendo thing they could possibly We're all do. Built up for the Switch too, and they show up with this VR looking thing, the Virtual Boy 3D or some weird. It's just the cardboard oh, box they sell you. It's like okay, open the box. There's nothing in there. So okay, now if you fold the box Missed this way. Missed <laughs> opportunity for April Fool's Day to bring back Virtual Origami. Boy. Origami. Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunity. 
I had some. Man, they, I had they, some they, right they, they did. They ditched Virtual Boy so fast. Bro, they were like, it <laughs> went on. Still, they were like, like we're having done. legit issues. Like they were. They pulled out before it even lost. They're like, we good. Like nine games for that thing. Uh, they were out. It was like an F zero game. They're like, nah, we ain't finishing it. I mean, dude, there people were having like actual like serious headaches and like, <laughs> like head, legit head pain. Once, once, the, once Nintendo got the test results back for people's headaches, they're like, uh oh. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> they just said we we out. They just ditched it right there. Uh, Evan, we have a Discord question over there. Actually, I had a couple for the VR stuff specifically. Mm -hmm. Do you think PSVR 2 will end up like the Vita, or do you think Sony will open it up for use on the PC? So that's Ooh. that's big, right? If they go to PC, I feel like that would definitely help them. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good headset if you, especially for the PC community, because I if you compare it to other high end headsets, it's pretty good for the money. So I I'd like to see it. Grand Turismo Seven is coming out for PC, right? Oh, uh, no. 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 Maybe. 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 I mean, are they going to have the VR mode? Okay. No. Yeah. Grand Turismo Seven is probably gonna, it's it's coming to PC. <laughs> they they had a whole interview. Like, oh, I don't. You know, it, it what a world that would be. Or? It's like, come on. <laughs> no, it's. I I think Grand Turismo Seven is coming to PC. Yeah. You're, Do you think they'll me. drop the VR mode then, and then have a driver for the PC for that game? There, I I don't think Grand Turismo Seven is coming to PC for at least another year, so I would hope they get VR two on PC sooner than that. I I think that thing needs to be compatible with PC by the, before the end of this year. I don't think they're going to open it up to PC. I think they're only going to open it up to their games on PC. Be, well, if they have a launcher for PC though, that's all PlayStation stuff. Hmm, maybe that ooh. would be the move. That'd yeah, be the ticket. But as long as they put it on PC, then someone's just yeah. gonna like take a look at the drivers, figure it out, put out their own version, and then you can just use it for anything. It tends to be how it is after a year or so. Someone will probably make a driver anyway for PC. Let's be no, real, yeah. someone will do it. Yeah, in fact, I got I got some info about that. It's being oh. worked on right now. I mean, okay. I, it hasn't M been MVG hacked. MVG got anything. contacted. Someone's but like, no, Yo, can I, you help with I this? You? So, someone, someone sent me a GitHub link and someone's working ah, on it right Keep an eye on MVG's Twitter where he just randomly says, I got a PSVR 2 today. <laughs> <laughs> might, might mean that hey, if I can play half like Alex, I'll get one. Yeah, hey, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Uh, then as well, could it just be that Sony would need to just do a software update or something? I, really, it's just they're going to have to put the driver on the PC to get the PSVR yeah, to driver. work. Mm -hmm. like then, they, uh, have, they have full DualSense support on the, yeah. on the PC now. So, And then does anyone on this podcast know how accessible VR is for people with one source of vision? This person's had a prosthetic eye for their whole life. So. I For some, there are a few times I was playing uh, horizon call the mountain and there are times you aim down your bow i would actually close on my eyes to aim down the bow and it, it helped <laughs> as weird as that sounds because you technically you're supposed to need two uh planes of vision to make it appear like it has depth i don't know if you would if it how well that would work though overall i feel like you would lose basically all of the kind of the depth that they try to provide because the two lenses work together um but i i think you could still play it technically because when i had my eye closed i was still able to see everything and move around and look and everything i feel like so. that's the ultimate level of the game has to be good regardless of the vr and yes uh, that doesn't sound like that's a lot out there for that i climbed a lot in call of the mountain it's a lot of climbing sounds like fun all the ledges were yellow <laughs> is that kind of thing a lot of, a lot of, a lot of yellow paint in that game uh all right you want to talk about the last of us part one Ooh. went to pc Ooh. why do i feel like we just talk about the last of us like all the time 
on this Wait, we haven't talked about The Last of Us in a while. <laughs> yeah. It's because you haven't been here for a while, man. No, I just, I, I mean, it's like every year, there's every something. I just think it's funny. It's like Last of Us is the one game that will never get out of, like, the current zeitgeist of speaking. Um, and this time, it's, it's, you know, it's funny that it's the first game that's in a bit of mess here. This was a, it was a, it was a rough week for Sony. I was like, they, they were dealing with that. Then Bloomberg hit him with the PSVR two report, but this goes to kind of no, I don't know. I'm a little curious about this. We'll, we'll mention this one though. Naughty Dog and Iron Galaxy were on the credits card for this whole thing, but it came out and it was, it's rough right now. The game crashes consistently. There are some of the weirdest glitches I've ever seen on. I mean, some of them are just funny. Ellie was breakdancing in one I saw. That was his breakdancing cool. one. He's, uh, this isn't a great look necessarily for one of their flagship games, especially since they're on this big PC push right now. And Naughty Dog's already, I think, apologized at least twice. It might have been three times. I think it's at least twice right now. And PC gamers are just not thrilled with this port at all it is is an ugly scene can currently. i can i maybe Did... i can talk to mvg about this like, go ahead OJ. mvg sorry to cut you off Jay. oh you're good, you're good. <laughs> what what's the point of it's not a launch on ps5 what's the point of rushing this out when there's it's here's the interesting thing OJ. what's the point i, I, don't I was gonna it. mention this was delayed once for pc yeah. they've already delayed it once. why don't I'm they just really wait sure. till there's no anime there's no manga yeah i agree I, I think the only oh, thing i can really you know think of is that it's kind of coinciding with the the show which just finished its last episode uh so it's not really the only thing i can really think of that's hmm. the watch the show to, it's the, the show's done. So, I mean, I get that. Now, if this was like right before the show started, then okay, I, I got you guys. But this, the show's yeah. been, the last season's done. Well, no, this came out afterwards. It's the hype of the show going, okay, now you've watched it. And if you've never played it, play it. It's it's, it's just a way to get another release while people are still thinking about it mm. after the, with, the hype with of the, the With the pseudo hype of the second season and everything still yeah. going on. It was kind of yeah. delayed out of this. I think it was supposed to release during the show, like season, I think, right? Wasn't or? it supposed to come out? Towards the end of last year, and then they delayed it. I had to double check. It might have been at the end. Yeah, of last it was supposed year, to come out yeah. the end of last year. I think it was supposed to come out in the last. No, I think right it was right at the end. But it was, it was, it was, it was a release, I believe, for 2022. Towards yeah, I just know it was delayed uh, once, though, for specifically for the PC. Uh, oh no, it was released on March 28th instead of March 3rd, so it was pushed back like three and a half weeks. But it would have more coincided with the the right, show, yeah, as, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. As you're kind of I mean, mentioning, it's there. the only thing I can really think of, OJ. Um, but to your point, you know, the the show has come and gone. Even though there's still a lot of, you know, there's still talk about the show. I mean, the show's done for this season, right? So, what was the urgency to bring it out now? Well, I mean, that's a million dollar question. I, I can't really say. I think the only thing I can really say there is probably pressure from you know the uh, people above that that want this game to, to come out didn't really know what kind of state it was in potentially weren't told about how bad it was or maybe they were and they just said just release it um the thing about steam is you can pretty much release anything on steam uh you can release a pile of trash um there's no certification process like like with consoles where you have to submit the game for cert they go off and and, and mess around with the game and certify your game it takes like a month with Steam, you can just upload it anytime you want. You can push patches up anytime you want. And that's a good thing. It's also a bad thing. It means the quality potentially can suffer, especially if the game is in a rough state like we've seen. 
And I think what Naughty Dog is basically doing is they're just patching it as fast as they can try to, to try to mitigate the, the damage. But unfortunately, what what's a six six point oh on Metacritic right now? It's getting yeah, it's completely so roasted. Yeah. It's a little bit too late. Like it's Naughty Dog. We know that they do quality stuff. Eventually, this will be a good polished release, but it's not a good look for them, man. It, it's it's really bad, actually. It's interesting you mentioned the patches being able to happen a little faster. They said there were going to be two patches this week. One was going to be larger than the other. And I was like, wow, that seems really fast. But yeah. the fact that you're like, oh, they just submit it and that, that's it. There's no yeah. there's no check or anything. Yeah, 56. The there's only six reviews, though. But it's, yeah, 56 on Metacritic. Users <laughs> are obviously beating beating the score to a pulp with the one point. 1.7 not that yeah dude the compiling the shaders in the beginning is like 40 minutes to an hour basically you sit there and just wait <laughs> it's just very yeah, weird I, just, I don't, I don't know it was just awkward to me I was, I was just like okay i get it if it was like right before the show or right, even like right after the show but yeah maybe it's just some sony higher up or whatever they just wanted to get the game out. but it just seems like to me there's much more to lose yeah you know than to gain and rushing this type of because this is about grab right last of us great gameplay but it's about the visual presentation that's what right. makes it yes. you know makes yeah. it it if it this if this game didn't have good graphics i don't know how people i don't know if people would even like it that much you know so graphics are very important so when that's not you know there you know, it, it can it can create a bad experience but it's more than that right like think like the frame rate's not you know uh, yeah well it, it seems like it uses quite a bit of vram and the game just crashes yeah crashing yeah, so and you'll turn around there was one cutscene i was watching that was really funny they were just talking normally and then it cut back to them and for some reason they phased from like their state of just being dry to getting just getting out of the water so they were yeah. completely stoked it's <laughs> really weird <laughs> <laughs> evan what did you think about that? you're pc gamer over there you see this coming up okay this is like one of the the best games sony's produced I'm, but were you looking at it like maybe no. i'll pick this up no okay no, i told i told you my, my mind right now is in the competitive <laughs> state you don't show me a single player game that's been re-released over and over that's been talked about way too much and make me go oh i'm gonna be interested in that no I don't it's care. only its fifth time being released i mean come on man. is it the yeah. fifth time i don't know it's probably the fourth at least original uh-huh ps3 ps4 ps4 remaster well, it was PS3, right? PS4, no, PS4, then PS5, PS5 now PC. So it's fourth time. Fourth oh, release. Fourth yeah, yeah. release. Yeah. Yeah. What if they had factions in there? What if they had the multiplayer ah. mode from the from the from the PS3 version? Would that get you interested? If, if they showed it off and it looked kind of cool, yeah. Because I, I mean, it from what I've seen of it, it there's like a kind of a pseudo division feel for it, and it could be mm -hmm. fun yep. for multiplayer. But like in this instance, it would because it's crashing all the time. If I was playing it and it was crashing all the time, I'd just be like, all right, refund. So, here's a here's a good question actually evan you've observed what's happened with last of us part one on pc it's state that it showed up in uh, they're gonna have a, a that multiplayer game coming soon it's gonna be it, i think it's gonna be free i think it's, it's free gonna to be play. free to play which means i can it's watch gonna, to see if it sucks and i if think it's it gonna does, be on pc and playstation won't. 5 day one are you are you more hesitant even though it's free to play <laughs> to no, install on your pc definitely i mean after after you were oh, like yo okay. check out saints row and i did and then i had to like <laughs> hey i give you a code a, for that at least i had okay. to run a rebuild on my computer's os because hey, it kept crashing like i couldn't <laughs> yeah saints row tried to take out his pc <laughs> it was crazy that's like friend ending type of stuff right there right good, <laughs> good thing y'all got a good business relationship <laughs> i tried climbing a water tower and then everything just locked up and i heard the uh, that one the noise it makes of just on repeat and then i had to oh, just yeah. hard reset my computer and it was it like oh my yeah, God. to me i just be like all right man i'm good i don't want to hang out with you no more just just leave me alone <laughs> after, 
Tell me Saints about that. Really trying to take him out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that release is better, but I don't really know how. So everyone was really beating down Iron Galaxy, but we started to get more information. It kind of sounds like Naughty Dog did like 80% of the work on this port, which is... Uh, it's really hard to know. I kind of wish Nate was here because he's probably got some some knowledge I of what so actually too. went on. But like, it's really hard to know what the division of like, um, you know, work was between Iron Galaxy and Naughty Dog because... Was it Iron Galaxy did the initial porting and then they realized it wasn't going well, so Naughty Dog kind of came in and started, you know, I, fixing I it. I kind of set their think, interns up on it. I think it Iron Galaxy ran mostly support on it and Naughty yeah. Dog did a lot of the work from what I've and heard. I guess the other question is, I mean, didn't Sony just buy Nixes, like a, a you know, an amazing port studio that that handle these PC ports? Why didn't they get this job? I mean, this is a pretty big release. I, kind of, I almost wonder do you think they're doing the the multiplayer factions thing do you think they're the ones porting that or well, or they're porting ratchet and clank or something else right now yeah I, I, I feel like they're, they're on something else that's probably why they weren't available for this but you know yeah. it, it's not a good look uh either way um the game will get fixed it's probably going to take about six months maybe 12 months to, to get it really where it needs to be but it's not a good look Hey, you Especially seen, if you're a PC owner, yeah, yeah, Greg Miller's uh, Greg Miller's stuff was pretty funny. When okay, he that was, was good. I'll give that. Yeah, that was, was good. That was good. <laughs> uh, I got people pretty mad on Twitter, but it was obviously a bit, and it was yeah, it's pretty funny. I didn't uh, see it. What did it just? I'll watch it, but what was the basic? What it made just it so satire good? over the top, or, or like a, by a PS5, not a PC kind of thing. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, it was, it was so over the top. It was very clear as a joke, but it's Twitter, oh, so man, that's gonna piss people off. Buy a PS5 it's over Twitter. a PC. Oh, yeah. Twitter took it really seriously for some of course. reason. <laughs> like it was so over the top, it was obvious. <laughs> um, but yeah, hey, I'm hoping they fix it because uh, Last of Us Part will eventually show up as well and, and yeah i mean i don't feel like I, I i don't feel like they'll make the same mistakes going forward with this um i don't really know what what happened here you know this is this is one of those things where i don't really know man like they they must have known that this game was in a less than stellar state to i feel like to eventually release. they're going to want to charge 70 dollars on pc as well especially and, when i'm hearing reports like even like a 4090 is like struggling yeah. to hold 60 frames per second and, and things like that and um yeah. just all the bugs and and glitches and the shader compilation stuff i mean this is not a um an isolated group of people that have mid-range pcs this is this is affecting everyone you know people that have steam decks all the way to like the high-end gaming rigs especially especially if you consider all the the trailers they put out for it to be like look ultra wide at the best visual resolution you can oh yep. that's gonna crash your shit don't do that <laughs> yeah and then i mean we've seen some of the other pc ports have done and they've done great jobs uh on on the other some of the other pc ports so we kind of just expected quality uh and i'm not saying that they were being deceitful or anything like that but man they, sh they should have just someone should have just said we can't release this right now. You need to stop. You need to stop right what you're doing right now and start fixing this game because we can't we can't drop this game. It's too buggy. It's just the Michael Jordan meme. Stop it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so all well, that's Last of Us Part One on PC. Hopefully they fix that up sooner rather than later. Evan, we have Discord questions left over there. Oh uh, yeah, we still got a good bit. Uh, what okay. is your favorite dev kit design? Oh. Favorite Ooh. dev kit? That, that seems like an MVG question. <laughs> yeah, um, 
I like. I, like the, I mean, I like the PS5 because it looks. I like. So, I, so I like weird. the PS5 dev kits. It's not. I like the PS2 dev kit. It's like a PS2, but it's got like more kind of chunks added onto it. So that's pretty cool. Wow. Um, but I will say that my favorite and OJ is gonna roast me, but I don't care. I, I love those GameCube dev kits. The different colored GameCubes, like the like the green one that they have, and uh, um, yeah. they, they look really, really nice. So <laughs> would you say? So would you say it's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> the PS5 dev kit. Uh, but, but the GameCube over the what other? I'm just saying GameCube. Uh, dude, I'm just dude, saying. Yeah. I'm not. Ro- I'm just saying GameCube. You, That's all I got. The say. Nintendo 64 dev kit's just a bunch of circuit boards and stuff. There's nothing really fancy. Staple yeah. under your wall and just hope. Pretty garbage if you say what so about, myself. What about the Switch 2 one? Go on. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. The VR, I, I hear they're out there. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just hearing there might be out there. Yeah. Where'd, where'd, where'd you hear that? I don't know. The internet? Which YouTuber told you Twitter. that? I, don't know, I saw it on Twitter. OJ says something probably. Retweeted it. I saw Josie make a video on the Switch too. That was an April say, Fool's I didn't joke. Say anything. Oh yeah, Josie was. It was dropping I just the news roast, there. I was like, I just roasted people about how it wasn't gonna happen this year because everyone's thinking. I don't know. And now it is gonna happen this April, year. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine uh, too. But hey, yes, that is good. If it comes out this year, I'm fine with that too. Uh, do you think more games will implement features for users to create their own content? Examples, Forge and like Unreal Editor for Fortnite and stuff like that. Dead Unreal Editor is pretty impressive on Fortnite. Uh, yeah. I, I do see a lot of the, these companies pushing towards letting people make stuff because then they can also sell it and then they get money from it as yeah, well. Yeah, it is cost efficient to make people you're not paying make your content. Yeah, because <laughs> then they just let people sell it to the community and then they take a chunk of it and it's face. okay, that's easy. So I... What, what's up with I, Beyond I Good so. and Evil? Why don't they need to work <laughs> The people need to work harder on that one, man. We ain't getting shit for a while. I don't know what it is. Uh, what? I haven't gotten my dev kit. I need my dev kit. So that's the next so tier, though. The game. That's the next tier, though. Making your community make it before it drops. That's like pre Bethesda. Yeah, so I need something. Ubisoft sent me oh, some so I can man. help out. We'll make our own Elder Scrolls Six. Probably not be as buggy. I don't know. You know what? Good point. <laughs> what are some games you'd recommend for someone who just got the Steam Deck? Who just got um, the just now got the Steam Deck? Yeah. Oh wow! I'd go with Dead Cells for the <laughs> replayability. Steam? All I play is golf with friends on it, so that's all I can really say. Yo, the Dead Cells, it's got that uh, that Castlevania yeah. content, yeah. and it's really good. I mean, RE4 Remake does work apparently well enough on it. I haven't tried it on the Steam Deck didn't, yet. Didn't people say Death uh, Stranding looked pretty amazing on it? Death like, Stranding is actually just looking pretty for a tech demo of like the best I, visuals, probably that. I did like, I, I played Like a Dragon on there, and that was, that was pretty good. I, I think RPGs work really well just in handheld modes for a lot of these games. I yeah, Final Fantasy Seven Remake was pretty good on there too. I've played um, Death Stranding on there. It's pretty good. I mean, it's not the best way to play those types of games. Spider Man's good on the Steam Deck. It looks really good. Um, Village, Resident Evil Village, is, I haven't tried Village is really good, good on is the it? Steam Deck. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, check that oh, one Last out. Last of Us. Nope. No, no. <laughs> there's, there's, there's also a ton of indie games you might want to check out that could mm-hmm. be fun just to carry around. Like Last Spell is a really fun tactics game that's just perpetually you can just constantly do new stuff in it it's great okay. Shredder's Revenge is good on there as well yeah. Hollow Knight you gotta go with Hollow Knight too Hollow, Hollow Knight's good yeah okay. 80s okay. is another one 80s oh, okay yeah. uh, thoughts oh, 80s on multiverses so getting delisted oh gosh 
<laughs> Wait, no, it, it it didn't get de did it get delisted? It just got they removed it's, it from they removed, they removed it from, it from, from the source. download listing. Yeah, but you okay. can't, you can't it. download anymore. If you okay. have it, you can play it locally. Uh, but the people who bought it at retail and helped that game top MPD, that's crazy. <laughs> well, they bought the founders packs and like the, all the, yeah, all all that stuff. So it's oh, interesting man. because there was a quote I actually where they said that they weren't going to take it, like they weren't ever going to take it down. Uh, the guy, the main, the, the the bald guy that's always talking there, like the, he he. So they went back on that, but honestly, it's the best thing for the game. The game was losing its fan base at a ridiculous point for how popular those IPs are. You know, mm. it was losing its base and fast. They needed to do something. They couldn't get characters out fast enough. The balance was off. Like there was a lot of issues. Competitive play, um, but this is what happens when you market completely to the hardcore base, right? Like if they don't get what they want, they're gone. So they I think gotta, it's, been, it's you know? been gone for six or seven months. And we yeah. assume it's June until early 2024, they said. They said so. early 2024, but it's it's probably the best thing, but okay. I think they need to make some changes. They need to branch out. They need to put some items in there and they need to make it to where more people can, can play it. That's the one thing Smash Brothers does have. Um, over it you know and well it has lots of things over it but that's like the one thing it's like for everybody to play yeah, but i get the it the casualification yeah so yeah if they, it, they, they if need to get a little back, bit of that in there they yeah. launch it again and it fails to catch on in the first two months is this is it gone then do you think they just, they just get rid of it just shuts down yep well, i mean it's games okay. as a service so yes yep yeah, like in current it, player it, count is like at one point it, dude it was bad it, it was could. bad it was getting up yeah, there it, for a while so it could okay. they i mean they've got some cool ips but the it, like a lot of it's like movie stuff right it's it's like superheroes it's like movies so i mean i don't know it's it's not as compelling as like seeing a bunch of cool like video game characters like i thought i'd get the same vibe when i because i played a lot of it i even played in a red bull th participation thing like i was i was trying to get into it competitively and it, it, it's cool but it just it seems kind of jank too like the animations aren't fluid like it doesn't seem as like the characters are cool but it doesn't seem as fluid as you would like it right like the animation just isn't isn't there so like when you play it, it just feels very jank like jankish it does not feel super smooth or fluid to play I, i've played like other it like other uh smash clones that are like feel better to play than this even like nickelodeon all-stars feels a bit better yeah rivals is way better <laughs> rivals is way better but even like nickelodeon all-stars feels a bit better to play i actually played that game more than i mm. played uh this one so that's that's not a good thing because that game's kind of dead too but that game felt better to play like it just it just did like the animations felt a little bit better too it's smoother so i don't know i, I think a lot of it, the, the issue with that game was like like you said how they marketed it and then the fact that they were like oh here's these very like tv centric ips that we're mm -hmm. gonna throw into here and like that's not what the people they were marketing to want this game for you know they want to mm -hmm. play their video game characters and stuff like that so i just feel like it didn't really capture an audience and then when it did they just dipped out once they realized like you said how they, janky it was they don't even have any real video game care it's all it's what, superman they have like lebron james if they have lebron james who the hell asked for lebron <laughs> james your video game character how do wait how did they put did they put john cena in there no, no. How'd they put LeBron James in there and not John Cena? At least John Cena, people would have laughed about it. Space Jam. Yeah. He's, space he's in his, yeah, he's in his outfit, but it's like they've got like Tom and Jerry, which is like, I mean, that's cool. I mean, uh, old people like Tom and Jerry. I know I like Tom and Jerry. But what about like, do, do, Josie, do you like Tom and Jerry? I love Tom and Jerry. Okay, well, then play the game. They're, they're in there. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. It was just not like, and then they put like a gremlin character. I'm like, yeah. What, what is all this about? Like gremlins? And then like they put like Black Adam in there, but it was like not even like the wrong. It was Black a, it was Adam. a re. <laughs> I thought it was a reskin of the Superman character too. Like a lot of people, oh, he has all the same I'm, moves. There's some different moves, but yeah, it, it seems like it might be. There might be some framework there, almost like an echo, but not not really though. There, there, there there's enough defining like difference between them, but yeah, they had um, Iron they Giant to... in it, which made me rewatch that movie because it's Vin Diesel's best role. So oh yeah, Iron Giant's in there. Interesting. I don't know. I hope it gets better though. Adding on to this, there is a new Disney platform fighter that was leaked two weeks ago. Will it face the same <laughs> fate as multiverses? <laughs> I I did not see. It that. really depends who's in it. Wait, are they gonna, is are they there really swinging is this... with like every Disney property? Apparently, it's and then Disney, also Star yeah. Wars, and then also Marvel. Do you think it'll be Indiana Jones? Do you like, think it'll gonna... the Star Wars characters will be like the Fire Emblem characters of this game? There's just so many, yeah. and they all play exactly the fucking same. Like, you're just like all right, I, I they all have so. lightsabers. <laughs> I, Interesting. I, I like Disney some Fire Emblem. I mean, they have a they have enough intellectual property to pull from where they could probably fill out they an have, entire roster well enough. They have too much intellectual yeah. property to pull Interesting. From. It's kind know. of scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking of like Marvel just like, like that. That's endless. Like it's just endless at that point. Like even just Disney princesses, Disney, any animation Disney's ever made. There's like a million characters from each film. I mean, so I don't know. Pretty, it, it, yeah. It'd be pretty cool having Disney, right? Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I think it'd be great with a battle pass. You know, you can unlock more Disney characters every season. Eventually, you'll just have every Disney character after a few years. You know. Hmm. Uh, last up, you, you have though, more Evan. Okay. Last up, what um what upcoming indie games uh in general or from PAX East are the Spawncast looking forward to playing? Jordan, did you see from anything PAX fun East? at PAX? Yeah. Uh, what's the name? So I I've talked. I'm trying to try to remember the name of this one, but this was like specifically kind of what I've asked for. Like it's a very indie version of it, but like I've always asked for some sort of like survival horror Jurassic Park game, right? And there is this dinosaur game that kind of is like that, definitely on the more indie side, but it has like the flavor of what I'm looking for. I think I've of seen that. like you're you're kind of on this island. There's dinosaurs, and it's it's, it's horror survival esque and. You know, I, I, that's really cool. Like that's that was probably the coolest thing that I that I saw there. Um, only just because that was like my mission. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, I have to see this game. Um, but yeah, that's it. I was just there for the dinosaur game. Nice. Uh, let's see. I'll give a shout out to Mina the Howler about that. That's, oh, yes. I played, yes, I played yeah, that at yeah. GDC. That game is really really fun. So shout out to Yacht Club Games. Can't wait to play it. When yeah. It comes out. There you go. That'll work. Any uh, any other. No, that's it for the questions. Okay, still have some super chats left. I can go through here. The true Xbot Eliminator okay, says, "Was hoping DBZ eighty five would be on the cast tonight to ask what his favorite Straw Hat and DBZ character is, since it is April first. Then Xbot Eliminator followed up and says, "Still haven't seen Normal Dungeons, so not buying." Lunatune <laughs> says, "What tags, if any, do you use in every video upload?" And zero tags. Jordan doesn't use any. I've never used tags. Never. You never tag your videos, Jordan? No, pointless. What about hashtag mistakes were made? There you go. Well, that's the only, that's the only one that matters in my heart, honestly. That and hashtag prepare for disappointment. Prepare for disappointment. Mm -hmm. Prinny says, with the talk of pro versions of PS5, Xbox Series X, would we get a mid-gen or pro version of the Series S as well? No. Okay, there you go. Watch, Series watch, S just, just hanging out. Watch my video on why the PS5 Pro doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Oh. 
Ready Player One says, SNK announced Garu Mark of the Wolves 2 is in development. The release of King of Fighters 13 for Switch plus rollback netcode for King of Fighters 13 and Samurai Showdown. Any thoughts on SNK's announcements? Was this April Fool's? No, <laughs> no Garu Mark of the Wolves. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Garu, because I heard that and I was oh, actually yeah. interested, but they, I, I need they to didn't, see they it. They didn't show anything for it, though. Yeah, the I King of Fighters. interested in that. The King of Fighters 13 with rollback is true. It's coming to PS4 and Switch. I mean, I'm very interested in Garou too. Garou oh, yeah. too, but it's. I don't think it's going to be any. It's not going to re. It's not going to recapture the, the. We used to play that on the Dreamcast back really in the store not. all the time. That was but, a cool game. Yeah, but there, the detail in it was just so mm. impressive. And now with 3D, it's not going to feel the same because when you're animating it in pixels to have like mm -hmm. the pigeons fly away at certain times and the bells ringing when you're. Oh, dude, it's crazy. MTS says Jedi Survivor and Redfall are both about to be dropped as soon as Zelda releases. Yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna mainline Jedi Survivor and get through that. I'm hopefully I'm pretty quickly. I'm excited for it now. Now it's finally the month for it. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. I keep seeing little promos everywhere. I'm like, okay. John, I'm gonna need me. you to buy me that again in the Christmas. <laughs> Please, I'm gonna. I need one copy of of Jet of the next one, and I'm like not serious but i actually am somewhat serious so feel free if you want to send there it for another go. christmas it's your job to play games there we just go. buy it i'm just saying off. he bought me the last one i'm expecting we'll buy this one. one hey red redfall i'm hoping that hits i'm hoping hoping we'll see yeah. arcane doesn't miss right i think no yeah. oh, okay <laughs> I'll, I'll check out redfall as well they're apparently gonna make an offline mode for it too so there you go well, there you go and then Vault says, I just wish Tears of the Kingdom had a new map. I know there will be a lot of new areas, but I want to be in the middle of nowhere and have no clue where I'm going. There's going to be more, guys. Just, just Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't, there's going to be more. Yeah. We haven't seen it. In, I, don't, I don't know. I think there's something with the map they're not showing yeah, us. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be the exact same because nobody's actually... Nintendo's never said that. That's just what people are saying. Like, they've never said, oh, it's the exact same. They never said that. They even said, no, Hyrule's going to change. So they even said yeah, that. It's unfamiliar, change. right? It's yeah. So... Now, and it's the same map. Just Yeah. I don't know where people said that or where anybody said that. Dragon says, do you think Tears of the Kingdom will launch with Master Mode? I hope it does. I'm, cool. I'm actually surprised they haven't talked expansion pack with this game yet. I was kind of thinking. There, there's no. DLC in the game, though. Yeah, wait wait till it comes out and then that first direct right after they'll be like, We're happy you're enjoying the game. Fans could be excited for this upcoming two DLCs. Oh yeah. dude, data mines are gonna tear that apart as soon as yeah. it leaks. They already said that there's like there's there could be DL like HMK made a video on it, so there's 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 DLC. Joe yeah. says, Do you think the Tears of the Kingdom are the rocks that fall from the sky world? Also, they should bring back the instrument mechanic from the N sixty four games. Uh, love the n64 <laughs> bring back the mechanics from the n64 games the mm. well, those the, are not the instru instrument games, mechanics though. instrument mecha yeah yeah but like, yeah, like uh, wind waker wind waker yeah. had that that's not that's not ocarina time, to, like yeah. for the ocarina yeah aj says what happened to the plumbers don't wear ties limited run port is it still happening was supposed to come out last year it's still happening okay there you go lewis says hi crew first time tuning in uh, live shout outs to Josie and hope she becomes a permanent member wishing the best for everyone also just got my first PC any cheap and good Steam game out there I've hit heard of The Last of Us good and cheap <laughs> The Last of Us hit him with a good and cheap PC game Evan what's on sale right now what's on sale right now I mean, Hollow Knight 
get hollow the answer is always hollow knight like honestly just just because i keep pushing it a lot of people loved it if you're into games that are kind of like minecrafty but also survival elements valheim on pc is just a really great game okay also there you go louise we'll we'll send we'll send josie an invite every every podcast and if she wants to join she can she's more than welcome to out of slots I know. <laughs> hey, Discord just needs to upgrade, okay? It's not well, my fault. Well, no, I got to get you guys to start moving over to the channel so that we can actually have... Oh, yeah, that's people. right. We can do more in that channel, can't we? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I think we can do a lot more, actually, if we if we weren't all old and confused on Discord. You guys are always are old. Discord's <laughs> UI, bro. It just, it just gets like me... It gets me, over here. It gets me stressed, bro, every time. <laughs> as soon well, as I build Discord, that. I'm like, oh, no. We'll move over there and Evan can like because uh, I think you have more control about things there right Evan moving in and out and all that stuff a bit yeah Dragging yeah out okay people. we'll work we'll, we'll figure that out we'll figure that out Mojo said actually Evan can't people just show up there then too like uh, it's not even like invites and try to make a call or anything yeah well if you're the right ranking for it you'll see the channel oh. you can enter and then no one else can on the server but us and okay, I can cool. literally drag people in from other channels to talk if they want to oh, that's how we want to do things interesting mildly risky too i like it all right cool uh this is from mojo says i think e3 is part of the reason why gaming is as popular as it is it's essentially the super bowl for games no e3 means less people are going to be interested in gaming i don't know i feel like right now more people never are interested in gaming but i still think summer game fest will keep will keep the hype market yeah i I don't i think that's an old way of thinking i think in the new way with online and how everything like i don't think e3 holds that clout anymore but I mean, before for sure. Yeah, yeah. not anymore. Exciting. Yeah, not anymore. Conquer says a Turok three remaster by Night Dive Studio would be neat. Hellman says if the industry doesn't need E three, they don't need Keeley. He hasn't added value. He's a clown. <laughs> I, hey, you know, I'll give Keeley credit right now. No, he up. continues to actually try to make things happen. That, for listen, I'll give him credit on. That. I know, I'm I know, the, it's all for profit for him and stuff. But he's still, he's still. I'm shows not the up biggest Keeley fan. Credit but people like that guy the industry likes that guy they they like him i mean i like having the game awards yeah. I, I like having things like summer games says why not I mean, what, otherwise he, there's nothing it's like eh. he's a good hype man you gotta, yeah, you, gotta you gotta respect him even if you hate him hey organizing that stuff's not easy i'll say you gotta respect that's the hustle thing. And, and, and i know jordan talked i didn't know he was a nepo baby but even though you look at him like he did work like i remember keely back in like g4tv.com so like he'd been doing this yep for like a, before all this even happened dude been been doing this for like a decade you know even before all this new stuff and he gets all these gigs he was busting it back then you know maybe he got a he got an easier mainly, start to get in but you know i'm mainly just playing at that fact like yeah you know, I, I know, know, I know no, he's no, worked hard yeah no but I, i'm i'm guessing he huh. since he had that you know he was able to get to places that other people at that age and at that time would not be able to get to dude said he went there when he was 15 went to e3 when he was 15 years old you know like that that'd be tough for any normal 15 year old to do you know like especially he's from canada right so that's you know travel and all that type of stuff but. yeah he's, he's legitimately knowledgeable of, of the uh, in the industry in gaming too so it's uh, i there i think there's a reason game fest is around and e3 is not right now like as weird as it sounds i i think the esa just doesn't really have a grasp or understanding of how gaming is now necessarily so it also feels like he cares like he really wants to put these things out for the people like you mm-hmm. know so like, i agree I, I, I told you I walked by him. I think maybe Josie, you weren't here, but I walked by him once when he's not on camera, right? 
I've been around him and he generally and honestly he generally seems like he cares because he was talking with a friend of his and he was like hey man today was a great show they, they can do this he was actually talking stuff as he was walking back to his car so this is off camera was not when people are around you know so <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff in general like I met him at, at, at E3 right I, I met him there he was kind of hanging out near the Nintendo area he's a nice guy right yeah a nice guy he was fine he, he's in the space he knows what he's talking about he's not he's not he's he's at least not faking like yeah. his gaming knowledge and his excitement about video games you know that all feels real enough off camera five so. years from now we'll all be watching the documentary about how he was getting away as a serial killer for the longest time we're just like whoa <laughs> oh that would be kind of crazy i like true crime <laughs> i get to travel anywhere and no one thinks I'm about big, this i'm a big fan of forensic files we need a gamer version i mean i don't know Double, Double 007 says Square Enix Activision respect PS5 fans by selling the AAA at $70 on both while Sony insults their PS5 buyers selling Last was Part 1 $10 cheaper on PC listen everyone has bad bad games bad days they'll make it right give them a chance no if you Beautiful says, my favorite E3 moment was Sony's from 2006. Now cringe it was. Here goes this giant enemy crab. That was a good. That was a good Classic. presentation. Oh, that was great. Right. He also he also dropped the PSP when he was picking it up. Rich <laughs> Racer. Whoops. Rich Racer. <laughs> huge financial <laughs> investment. This, this requires a huge financial investment, guys. And we're not into gimmicks. Here's this eye of judgment. <laughs> I just wanted to get that again and just see how it is now, and maybe do a video on it for I play that card Rich Racer game. on the PSP. Are you kidding? No, me? Awesome. I, I have judgment. judgment. The card <laughs> game stuff. The real I, game. Well, thank you. I'm working on a video on it. Oh, there you go. Okay, Jordan's yeah. on the case. All right, I like. I have it. it. I have a sealed uh, set of it. The sealed the card That's game. That's what we nice. should, Josie. You should do that for your for a few videos. You should go back and watch some of these really old E3s that we that we feed you. Just tell you the year, and it's like like we know it's it's probably either bad or really good, and then you you just review. Josie, I just do, react. Do, do it like good. a ten minute review on 2008, it. Two thousand eight, Josie. Do like live stream react two thousand eight. I, trust me, your, your your viewers would love it. 2006 Nintendo. Sony. There you go. We'll set yes. up with that right away. <laughs> okay. Uh, John says, do you think Jack and Daxter will ever make a return? No. <laughs> Jordan? <laughs> All right, damn. I want to hear Jordan's opinion if he just on this. That one down at the knees you know, immediately. I, I, I'm considering the... No. <laughs> uh, Christian, Christian says I just got a new PC I, I, I do give uh, i7 12th gen 64 gigabytes RAM RTX 3070 is this a good build and will it last a while without an upgrade thanks probably it'll last a while but it won't last of us get it yeah oh. Oh, there it is and you oh, probably, you'll get a good three years out of that thing what? I think that but the good news is you'll probably only have to upgrade your GPU. I'm, I'm getting manic, man. I need to. I need to eat some food after this. Ethan Ooh. says I uh, bought a plastic Labo VR headset with a with a strap, plug in, and switch and go. Only the resolution, crying face. Yeah. Oof, that's why, why, why would you do all that to yourself? There's What's a reason the they didn't have a strap come with that because they didn't want you to hold it on your head for longer than your hands will get tired or your arms get tired holding it up. Cristobal says, welcome back, Jordan. Good to see Josie return. Uh, good Frankie Muniz vid video, Jordan. Hey, thank you. Uh, fun Mario Kart live streams, Josie. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy everyone's content. Thank you, Cristobal. 
this is from Necro Banana. <laughs> Petition to mute Jordan's mic whenever he talks too much. Okay, listen, listen. It's either, if it's either I never talk, and I was like, Jordan never talks. Why is he here? Or then I actually I'm 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 on and I'm talking about all this stuff. It's like, man, he just never shuts up. It's like, what do you want from me? Do you want to just be like the other? I'll just leave. All right, how's that? I'll just. Leave. What, what did you say wrong today? What so, was the problem? I don't know. I'm just talking. Apparently, I'm just talking now. What did he say wrong, though? Hey, it's good. It's good to have the Sonic Jordan back. The Sonic thing. Sonic thing. I don't know. Okay, never mind. Jordan, feel free to talk. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. John asked, "Do you believe Spider-Man Two will be the first true next-gen game? We'll see. Finally, using technology similar to UE Five Nanite. I mean, Final Fantasy Sixteen looks pretty good so far. So for next-gen, when's Hellblade Two coming out? Never. Next year. We never know." Next year. <laughs> Omar says, give me high production time crisis and area 51 VR toss in fatal frame VR. And I'm in I time I'll crisis would be an easy uh, recommendation. Yes. Fatal frame would be really cool in VR. Sort, I think that sort would be of, a, sort of yeah. good for fatal frame. I feel like the best parts of fatal frame are the, uh, cinema, the like cinematography in it to try to like get the jump scares and then yeah, you but go they can play the... with the eye tracking where you, it can detect if you're opening and closing your eyes, they might have it that play into some of the horror elements in that game i feel too. like that doesn't have to Kinda be cool. a uh a fatal frame though that could be almost any oh dude uh siren siren might actually be better for that since the main element in siren is that you put your vision into the vision of the things that are trying to kill you and you kind of go back and forth mm. so it flickers That'd be interesting oh dude it'd be weird shinru says hey jordan what are your thoughts about pokemon creepy pasta stories learned about them from friday night mods Oh, Friday, Friday night Funkin? Is that is that the thing? I, Maybe I don't know what the correlation between those two is. Yes. Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, there's plenty of creepy pastas with Pokemon. Um, I don't really have a hard stance for them or against them. You have a soft stance. I have I have a stance of they exist. And, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Shinru says I saw a video about how Unreal Engine Five is ruining gaming. Anyone here hear of it? And what are your thoughts about UE Five games looking similar? Why is it ruining it's, gaming? It's not ruining gaming. There's barely any I don't know. Unreal Engine 5 games, are there? There's barely any that are even out I'm, right now. Well, I mean, it definitely makes the... the we saw a Fortnite move over It makes it. the bar for entry Fortnite easier for a lot of people. Stupid. That's a big good thing. Yeah, I'm, I'll be curious when we... I think, like, as we get into, like, the back half of this year into next year, we'll start seeing UE5 games come to market. I, that's going to be interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I'm more curious... The thing I'm more curious about game development now, MVG, is just shortening the amount of time it takes to develop these things that's that's, that's what it that's what i'm mostly curious about we have if to get back to that if the industry can figure that out then things are going to be Let good me ask you this mpg this is interesting because google AI is going to come in and it's google patented something fire so recently you're right you're right and <laughs> i'm curious what people are thinking about this now because it's starting to move in google patented a whole thing about ai doing quality assurance or qa for a game Ooh, and that's, that's dangerous that's interesting if you can train ai to do it and they do it very it does it very fast the problem is ai still isn't technically advanced enough and smart enough to mm -hmm. i think to be put in those types of decisions um, right. it can do a pretty i mean i think it can definitely complement existing qa mm -hmm. but imagine imagine if you put ai in front of uh, tears of the kingdom and it had to figure out all the permutations mm. of of you know the different um you know things you can uh, fuse together right would would you really trust that you know what i mean good question yeah. yeah so you'd still want a human basically to be involved to look over that and make sure that everything is is in play but 
I do think AI is going to start being introduced in these areas just to complement. Um, and, it kind of reminds me of MVG. Now I'm thinking yeah. about this. I go to the grocery store now as opposed to 10 years ago and you have one person running eight self-checkout lines. I'm kind of yeah. thinking of that for AI. I have one person running like eight lanes of like AI QA and all this stuff as opposed to it being one-to-one. Yeah, but so, originally you'd have eight people at those lanes. So yeah, those yeah. people that's are missing now. That's that's what I'm I'm saying. It's like, do they just get cut out of the industry, or yep. does the industry just start producing more games? It, it would have to expand heavily. It would re the industry would have to heavily expand with just indie groups yeah. and stuff, and that's... every company would be producing way more games at the same time. But then, could you also the have last... an individual or a smaller indie studio have the ability to have large scale QA? Maybe. So that, mean... there's there's positives and negatives the whole thing with that. Yeah, and I'm sure whoever is smart enough will figure out how to monetize this stuff mm. you know you don't, you don't get it for free of course because someone oh, will yeah no that, will, that's why google's patenting it patents mean it's not going to be free here it's yep yeah a uh, couple more super chats here they finish up we can do outros with them but cristobal did ask josie did you ever have a minecraft phase yeah when it originally came out like in 2000 I don't know, eight or 10, like when I was pretty young, I played it a bunch, then I fell out and then COVID hit. And then me and a bunch of my high school friends made this gigantic server and it was super, super fun. Um, but after we all went back and stuff and COVID stopped, I kind of stopped, but it was a good time. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, Sean says, Jordan, loving your videos on Pokemon anime. Thank you. Yeah. I'm doing a, uh, multi-part series every month going through the major generations of the anime talking about Ash's journey since, you know, his journey, at least in Japan so far, that episode came out, which ends Ash's story after all this time. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun, exhausting series to work on. Eric says, have you been to Midwest gaming classic convention? I have not. I went, um, many, many years ago. I have not been back. It's, it's a good time. I know it's on right now. Yum says, Josie, haven't seen your 3DS video. Do you have one? No. Well, that's why you haven't seen it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Mystery solved. Uh, Glad we could help. <laughs> Penguin says, PS Vita emulation. Is it a thing? Is there any news? Yes, it's, it's extremely easy now. <laughs> it's a thing. PS Vita emulation. It's very easy to do now. And you get SD to Vita. You just put it like a... 256 gigabyte car in there and just do whatever you want then there you go uh dominic says i just finished putting on a custom purple shell for my steam deck would anyone in the cast customize their steam deck i have a short on it if you're confused i really <laughs> thought too much about customizing the steam deck um but i don't know maybe you have an really airbrush so if you take your shell off i could re-air oh there you go a different color okay. Okay. This is from Crystal says good spawn cast. Shout out to Wood, Wolf, and Completionist. And let me go around to oh, and then Ethan says serial keel serial keely. <laughs> That's the title. Like That's the title. Let me go around here. Let's start with uh our guest, uh semi permanent member. I don't I don't know, Josie. invite every week, Josie. Josie, thank you for joining us. Where can everyone find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube at Josie Woe. I talk all things Nintendo Switch a lot. I made an April Fool's video today. It's pretty funny. Uh, check it out. And I have a Twitter, so check out the Twitter. Same name, Josie Woe. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, let me see this from Switch. It says, Saturday Night Beers during Spawncast. Cheers. J2Blue says, What Tears the Kingdom ability has you most excited? Uh, probably Ultra Hand. I think Ultra Hand as well for me. 
Yeah. I'm just thinking about ways to get around puzzles and traverse and all of that. And I think we saw very basic examples of it. So it's community is going to do some wild stuff. Uh, and then Jenna says, do you think the latest Hellblade 2 trailer was running on a Series X? No. I feel like no. it's probably running on a, on a PC or <laughs> yeah, on a PC <laughs> for sure. And then uh, oh, Switch says, "Cheers, guys!" Did anyone see IGN's Mario April Fools? Yeah, no. I, I thought that was that was pretty clever. No, what they do today? They inserted voices. They basically said that uh, Mario games, Luigi's Mansion, three others were going to be having a special mode added through an update patch that was going to use the the voice actors from the movie and have phrases and stuff from them put into it. So they took like the gotcha. substitute teacher role of Keegan and put it in there and all those things with Toad running around. So it was as is a little April Fool's videos. It was fun. Hmm. Jordan. Yeah, what's up? Where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on either Jordan Fringe or Jordan Fringe Gaming. The gaming channel just passed 50,000, so appreciate all the support over there. Uh, just a lot of content every every week on both channels, so uh, check it out if you're interested. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. It's good to have Jordan back. You don't have to lie. JJ, <laughs> that's good to have Jordan. It's good to have you back, Jordan. In a good mood, talkative mood. It's good stuff. JJ talking said, hey. too much, damn it. Yeah, talking too much. JJ said, hey, Nate. Okay. (laughs) How do you like the show 23? Who is your favorite new legends in the game? Okay, they have Sosa, McGuire, David Wright, Jeter. Anyone else? Baseball. All right. Thanks, Nate. Good stuff. (laughs) We got Kanurko. Where can, where can everyone find you? <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Uh, you can find me at on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Um, I was supposed to have my Resident Evil video out last week, but I got sick as shit. But it's coming out on Monday. Um, Nate and I will have an episode out next week. And go subscribe to Josie Woe's channel. Thanks for having me. Okay, and we got we got OJ. Yeah. You can find me right here on YouTube. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, find me right here on YouTube Player Essence. I stream pretty much every day, daily. We talk about Nintendo and RPGs and stuff. Got some cool videos coming up. Uh, got some classic games that I'm looking at. More RPGs, uh, listing videos, top 10s, stuff like that. So check it out on the channel. Final Fantasy 16 stuff that's coming up as mm-hmm. well. Very excited about that game, so I'm doing more content. Get on Josie there. a PS5. We're gonna have to figure this out. Yeah, we gotta all pitch in like oh, about oh. a 50, 50, 55 each of each of us. Just just get her that PS5. So so yeah, yeah we're gonna have to figure out. this out. There's yeah, we'll fig- yeah, Final Fantasy <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll fig- we'll figure it out. But I think she's ready for Tears of the King. I think she's 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 ready for that. So very hyped. Um, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Just thank you for the support. Appreciate. It. And I also do the the pre-show. So if you guys want to drop by like Saturdays for the pre-show, that's cool. Watch the vids, whatever the case. Thanks for having me on, John. Um, and please buy me the Star Wars game. Yeah. <laughs> then, then Evan. You can find me at Kimmerick's Project on Twitter or YouTube if you're into tabletop gaming. I've been releasing videos over there, going over stuff. Currently, we're focusing on Kill Team, but we'll be moving to 10th edition 40K when that drops in the summer, apparently, which will be great. Uh, it's been pretty fun, though. It's growing almost at 1,000, which is nice. Oh, Let's wow, nice. Go. Good stuff. All right, all right. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay. I, I still is... don't know what's going on, but... I, I, I do I, watch. I've released rules videos. You can watch those and it'll help you understand. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I just like the cool cutscenes and the animations. That's what I do. How many, how many, uh, how many sets they release a year on that, Evan? 
Uh, what for the the characters, the squad? Yeah, they release like new. Do they do like one big drop of like they, every every like two or three months? It's usually two new teams and some more terrain. They sometimes drop teams through the magazine going forward. But they announced that tenth edition was going to be the rules are all free. All the factions are free. You can just download them and everything that's in just go. And that's I'm looking forward to that. Is that similar to D and D? Uh, it involves models. It's more of like a tabletop tactics game. It's close. Uh, some gotcha. D&D does go in that direction. John, John O says, put it towards her PS5. Good to see you all with the big super chat. The big chunk going to freaking Google. Ah, so. yeah. YouTube's I, I, like, we ain't yeah, paying for John, shit. John O's on. YouTube's like, hey, we're putting that towards our PS5. YouTube's no, we ain't paying. Just want a like PS5? It. No. YouTube's like, you can't, even, you can't even buy a PS5 game with what we're going to give you back. Hey. If she if she's rolling on the podcast, we gotta get we gotta get a PS5 going. So I I like I like the movement here, Jono. We'll make it we'll make we'll make it work here. All right, thanks everyone for joining us tonight on the podcast. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. I talk too damn much on this show.